This is Papa Smurf. You're listening to Our Lifestyle, the podcast with ODB and the mayor. Yo, 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 it's ODB, our lifestyle podcast, and we want to remind you that Bayou Showdown is going down later this year in Slidell, Louisiana at the Harbor Center. That's 100 Harbor Center Boulevard, again, in Slidell, Louisiana. Bayou Showdown is November 20th and 21st. It's the weekend before Thanksgiving, so get on out and support the scene, including Custom Car Show Productions in conjunction with Mr. Sean Randall. Bayou Showdown, November 20th and 21st, Slidell, Louisiana. Check that hashtag, Bayou Showdown. Or Facebook, Bayou Showdown, for more information. Yo, 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 it's our lifestyle podcast, also known as OLP. You heard at the top. want to give a huge shout out to Bayou Showdown. That is going down this year, Slidell, Louisiana. It's the weekend before Thanksgiving. Get out there on Facebook, type in Bayou Showdown. You recently heard from Sean Randall. The show continues to grow year over year. Good mix of vehicles. Bayou Showdown coming this November, Slidell, Louisiana. Now, Biggity Mike the Mayor, he's out gallivanting around. So I think I picked up the big homie, Riggity Rubin, in the house. What you doing, R.A. Rubin? Hey, not much, Jay. It's been uh, it's been a minute or two since I've been on here. Thanks for the thanks for the uh, invite to have me back on here. Yeah, Mike kept trying to say, "Man, no more guest hosts. They're taking my role." And I said, "No way, man." I said, "We need more of it. People are getting sick and tired of our banter." <laughs> yeah, man. You know, again, man. Thank you for having me back on it. Like I said, it's been a minute. Yeah, most definitely. I know the last episode, Mike and I kind of did that quick intro because. We had that long story and so much great just audio and stories and, and awesomeness from Rob Rodell. I really uh, didn't get a chance to really talk a lot about I didn't make it to relaxing in the Northwest, the Awakening. We, of course, had our foot soldiers out there sending us content. We appreciate, you know, Craig. We also uh, certainly appreciate Matt Weathers. But, um, you know, Ruben, you know how it goes sometimes. Like, I had planned to go to that show and everything was kind of lined up, but just with some things at work and some shifts in, um, we had concert tickets from a year ago uh, because of COVID, it had gotten pushed. So kind of juggling the family stuff, you know how that goes. Right. Well, uh, Chris Burns and I were talking about driving out there and we talked about driving, we talked about flying, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, it just, we just couldn't, it, we just couldn't make it happen. So we didn't go. And, and, you know, again, my, my life, everything is just so, you know, last minute and, you know, same with him. We just couldn't make it happen. But from everything I saw on social media and talking to people, man, what a show. That's what I saw. I mean, great photos. Uncle Cliffy had out the, the, the yellow Toyota. And I know uh, Jason, am I saying it right? Setterberg. He uh, was a, one of the fallen soldiers in, I believe it's a relaxed atmosphere uh, his homies had brought out the big rig. They also brought out their rigs to kind of pay tribute to the homie. 
yeah, I thought that was really, really cool, you know, bringing that out and, you know, paying respect to him, you know, a fallen brother of mine. But yeah, you know, that, that yellow Toyota, man, that thing is pretty sick. Yeah, it really is. And uh, the love that that Airhead Nation, all the followers out there showed, is definitely um, didn't go unnoticed. It was cool to have Matt and Craig Braid on site up there, always looking out, giving me a call, saying, yo, this is what's going down. You know, Craig was was headed there, and, dude, he's been east to west, uh, north to south. Uh, just love his hustle, and uh, just a good dude. I see him. I always joke about this. I see Craig Braid. He lives in, you know, up in the Pacific Northwest. I see him more than people that live 15 minutes from me. It's hard to believe, man, but it's true. Appreciate that, dude. Yep. Well, you know what? We're um, I we can't have this podcast and talk about that show without a uh, another brother of ours, Ron Perkins. You know what? What luck? You know. Yeah, Ron. I was gonna try to link up with him this week. We'll probably give it another week. And to your point. Many of you saw, if you follow Ron Perkins, a.k.a. Hank Norris on uh, Facebook, you will know that he had some hiccups along the way after Camp and Drag. Of course, Bill and those guys, um, you know, they had an amazing show up there. Got to try to get him on. There's just so much going on that maybe talk about it. But when you think about, you know, the challenge that he had kind of going from there all the way across the country, you know, hiccups along the way. I'm just, you know, I, as you, as one of his brothers, you just want him to kind of get back on his feet and get going because logistically it seems like, hey, it's an easy feat. Go to 30 shows, point the GPS here, there, there, and biggity boom, you're good. But easier said than done, right, Ruben? Oh, no doubt. I mean, I've been in those situations where you're a long way from home and you start having issues and, you know, and you start praying. And let me tell you, man, it, it's, it's, that feeling that sick feeling you get in your stomach and you know you start getting check engine lights and stuff ain't working right and man dude it's not a good feeling like i said and you know i i i was texting him and i was talking to him and um the last time i had talked to him it kind of seemed like he had stuff figured out but you know after seeing the the other posts and stuff that he had had you know with stuff going on it was like you know, I, I'm just glad that we have the the people out there in our scene that, you know, I'm just going to say friends. I'm not even going to say people that, you know, open their doors to to, to, to people in need. You know, I, I think that's just one thing about our scene and, and the people that are in it that, you know, we may not see each other on, on a daily or weekly. But, you know, when someone's in need, you know, the type of people that we have, the type of friends that we are you know, people open their doors of their homes, you know, with open arms. Real talk, man. And it's, it's a hundred percent true. And there's a lot of good folks out there that'll, you know, if they can get to you, I mean, that was one of the challenge where he was in, in, at in Nebraska. I mean, there wasn't a mini trucker for, I mean, you, you would think, you know, mini truckers, every state and all that, but man, you get out there in the middle of nowhere, it, it becomes tough. Right. And, and to your point, it's like that feeling of, Hey, I'm broke down. Okay, well, reach out on social media. You got no one. Uh, when we, uh, Vic and I, when we had our tire challenges and we were in the panhandle, we were kind of in a no man's land area. I mean, there was exits and all that stuff. Don't get me wrong, but you know, we were we were still an hour from someone coming to help us. So it was like, hey, there's there's someone there. But yeah, uh, what we'd ask, what I would ask is, if you can, 
uh, show Ron some love. If you know Ron or you want to get out there and, and help him out, H-A-M-M-E-R-D, weekendwear.com. You can click the link in the Instagram bio. Of course, if you search Hammered Weekendwear on Facebook, you're going to hit you know many of his uh, shares, and uh, there's typically the link right there, but you've got uh, typically um, you know the recent stuff that's going to ship as soon as it comes in, and then you'll have plenty of other options, including T-shirts and whatnot. But uh, show Ron some love, hammeredweekendwear.com. Now, Ruben, on this episode, we're going to kind of see how it pans out. Now, we've got a couple, we got, I think, 249, if everything works out, the next one, and then 250, the milestone. Those, again, if all the stars align, everything is going to be really good there. I've been working on those for a while. I mean, one of them I kind of been working on, believe it or not, like a year of the idea, the concept that's going to tie right into an awesome date. It's going to be a, a, a dual guest, so that's going to be cool. So we'll share that probably as we get closer to the end of next week. On this episode, we do have Diggity Daryl Poe, so down down with Daryl. Uh, he's going to come on talk a little bit about Down for Dennis. We've mentioned the dates. That's Princeton, West Virginia. Uh, Ruben, I'm going to try to link up. It looks like I'll be able to link up with Matt Weathers. Dude, you know the homie wow. from the Pacific Northwest because he was on site, boots on the ground up at Relaxing in the Northwest, The Awakening. Wow, that, that's awesome. I mean, you know, uh, I hell of a guy, and uh, I got to admit, you know, some of the stuff that he posts both on, <laughs> on Instagram and Facebook, man, has me rolling, has me and both Chris Birds rolling on a daily, you know. Dude. But uh, that's awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, he's another one. Matt Weathers, it's uh, P-I-G underscore R-I-G six seven. The cool thing about him is uh, I, you know – chilled with them two years ago up at relaxing but of course he even drove down i mean he's been all over the country but he's been at slam fest in his in his driver you know it's not like he's flying in another guy that's uh, not scared to drive across the country i mean he'll even run through deer if he has to to get to a damn show guy's crazy but we'll get a chance to link up with him and we may if if everything goes well like i had to postpone some audio from last week there's a t- there's a title guest that hopefully we'll get it for this episode. It'll tie in. Some of you guys know this 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 awesome kind of OG in the scene. And if not, then we'll work that in. It might be like a two fifty one. We'll see how that goes. But I mean, we've got a jam packed episode, and I gotta thank Orion and Buddy at Graphics Mafia. It's a G R A P H I X Mafia dot com. They're of course on TikTok, YouTube. No, they're on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. I know for sure. The TikTok videos, they're on the rise, but Buddy and Ryan will take care of you if you need stickers, vinyl wraps. Uh, I see that there's more people branching out using them for their print. And uh, Ruben, who doesn't love stickers from Graphics Mafia, man? Oh, the, everybody loves stickers from Graphics Mafia. Are you kidding? Yeah, he's killing. they're killing it, so they're good people. But big ups to Buddy and Ryan. Now, um, let's transition, Ruben, into one of my favorite topics, the scene updates. And one thing that uh, I wanted to kind of point out was, from a digital standpoint, I know uh, Street Trucks, man, they have done just a really good job. You know, Ruben, you and I have been reading this magazine for 20 plus years, and uh, Street Trucks, uh, their website, uh, streettrucksmag.com, it's cool because, uh, you know what they've been doing? Uh, They've really been embracing the digital experience, you know, that digital content, and uh, they're updating the website usually daily, at least Monday through Friday. And uh, we had Heath Moore on before, and uh, the recent cover, Pumpkin, 
that is um, now up on streettrucksmag.com. And then also, I saw one of the mini truck related posts that they did, Ruben, and someone said, hey, what issue was that in? It was in the special edition issue that they had launched, I think almost maybe two years ago. But the cool thing is, even though that was special edition on newsstands only, they have taken the time to upload that content to the website. So I think it's a good thing for the the readers and just, you know, enthusiasts out there. No, that's awesome. Where someone can go back and actually look at the stuff, you know, digitally. Oh, yeah. And then in addition, some of you uh, this weekend will be at Carlisle if you can't. Um, I had an opportunity to make it up and just with stuff going on, I can't make it. Uh, Street Trucks is going to be up there and they're going to be doing the live stream. Now, typically, uh, that's going to air on Sunday. So Facebook, YouTube, uh, keep it simple. But, um, you know, Ruben, if you're like me, man, you love to watch YouTube here and there, right? Oh, I love YouTube. I don't even watch TV anymore. It's just solely YouTube. I know. Now, Mike was telling me about some other tube channel he watches, and I was like, I accidentally went to it one day, and I was like, man, I don't watch that kind of stuff. Like, you know, I don't I try not to talk about that kind of stuff on here. And I was like, no, Mike, it's it's I I, I stick to uh, YouTube. I mean, that's all I know. Oh, you know, Mike, Mike's gonna get in trouble one these days talking about that stuff out in public like that. You know, I don't know what the hell he's doing. You know, dude, I told him I was like, bro, you're a post office guy. Like, you can't be like, I know, I'm talking about like grandmas and stuff. I mean, dude, that's some weird. Yeah, stuff. dude, you know that that I, I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with being, you know. I don't working for the government. I mean, maybe yeah, that's man. what they, you know, I, I don't know. Well, I think it's like he's delivering all these, you know, Adam Sandler fans, you know, Nudie Magazine Day. Like, I think he's getting jealous of all these magazines he's delivering. I mean, you know, we talk about prints on the rise. I mean, who who doesn't love <laughs> Nudie Magazine Day, you know? Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe some <laughs> of this mail is going missing or something. Maybe well, they... Yeah, I mean, dude, that could be part of the problem. I mean, I've looked at some of these numbers, and I think like in Naples, they're talking about magazines are going missing all the time. So I don't know. Maybe there's a correlation. Maybe. <laughs> what if they like search his house and all this stuff comes comes up or something? You know, hey, I'm dude. just saying. All right. You know, so, hey. so Dizzy from the Spark Show or someone come up with a good name. You know, we know there was, I don't want to use that. There was the guy called the Yuna, and then I don't want to say the last word. Uh, you know, every. Hey. Every, you know, everything we record, people are, you know, they're they're kind of listening in. But if, um, you know, come up with a good name, like if Mike was really the guy, the, the nudie magazine stealer for all of Naples, like what would that kind of, you know how like Wu-Tang had their, their names, like uh, Ghostface Killer, uh, Maximilian, you know, you know, they all had their kind of like the mafioso names and, and the different ones, right? But what would Mike's name be if he was like in, in, in that underground world, you know? Oh, dude! You know what you just did, right? Some of these, some of these listeners are like really good at Photoshop. Oh shit! I said too much. Fuck. <laughs> well, if, oh, dude, if, dude, no, you I'll, gotta okay, erase that. I'll, I'll dude, edit that. Erase out. that. Okay, dude, all right. Yeah, thank don't, you. Don't thank worry. You. Hold on. I'm. Yeah. I'm, oh, okay. All right. Okay, I deleted it. Okay, okay cool. we're good. All right. Sweet. Thank we'll you. make okay. sure it doesn't get out. But when Mike, okay. straight up, when when Dizzy, when you hear this, dude, from the Spark Show, you you know you and Adam Tripp. Go in the Airhead Nation group and get the meme going. Let's get let's figure out what that name is. I mean, because we'll come up with it. So, um, but but all that's been erased, so we're good. It's like a Men in Black. Deal. Okay, cool. Yeah. Now the other cool thing is with the print side, All Time Low Magazine. 
I know Damien and, and some of the team, they've been hinting that this new issue's coming, and uh, I'm excited about it. The uh, the one thing I would mention to everyone is atlmagazine.com. You can order the issues. The biggest challenge with the homegrown kind of for us, by us movement is, you know, it's not easy to start a magazine like this. So you go out there, atlmagazine.com, you can order an issue. It's 20 bucks, right? So you're like, man, that's, you know, you might feel it's a little steep, but you get such a good quality and you're kind of contributing to the scene. Uh, all of the issues have sold out except for 28. Of course, it's got Sketchy, his family, uh, some of their builds uh, underneath their umbrella. It's on there. But uh, atlmagazine.com, uh, that's coming. And then it looks like, Ruben, that uh, Street Trucks, you know, we've been doing the Our Lifestyle column for two years now as of September issue, I believe it is. So they're gonna, it looks like they're going to let us expand a little bit and, and bring some more content. So we're kind of working on, you know, highlighting great people in the scene. That's awesome, and you know it, it gives us a ch- it gives you a chance to you know maybe uh, bring up some other names in there, you know. Yeah, that's what I was hoping. You know, there's a lot of good folks out there, and I think sometimes, you know, certain people, you know, th- you know, they get the lion's share and and this and that, but you know, that's going to allow us. You know, we we've got we're tapped in at all time low doing the ODB live and uncut. You know, Street Trucks uh, affords us that opportunity to write our content there, but. You know, of course, we got the podcasts and things like that, and you know, we, um, you know, there's a lot of ladies out there, and there's a lot of dudes that are just doing the damn thing. So, you know, we got to keep keep the pedal stomped. Right on, dude. Right on. Now, talking about just some of the stuff I've seen, like on Facebook, uh, this was kind of cool. A couple things. Uh, Craig Morrow, M O R R O W, he's the guy that owns the bicycle heaven where I went. And uh, if you follow him on Facebook, um, even personally, other than Bicycle Heaven, uh, he posts a lot of cool stuff. And he had found, um, he said, what a great BMX find today for Bicycle Heaven Museum and maybe one of the best finds of the year. I won't read the whole thing. It's real long. He says he got a call yesterday, some photos. He offered like 800 bucks, and it ended up being this really rare bike. Kind of goes on to say that it could be worth like thousands of dollars. It was like a really rare model. And when I first looked at it, it looked like a mongoose, but um, apparently it was um, it was like a super rare frame and things like that, like number 86 uh, stamped in. And I know, Ruben, you got a, you got a bike that you said I can just have. You just, I just got to pay the shipping, right? Yeah, sure. Let me, <laughs> you know, give me an address. I'll ship it right over to you. Thanks. No, I got a, I got a PK Ripper with Land Gear Forks that, uh, I believe the dates back like early eighties, like 1980 1981, like an original. And it, it's actually up in the rafter of my parents' house. And, um, I like to put it all back together with like period date, correct parts and stuff. But again, it's, um, it's a project it, it's, you know, one of these days when I get to it, but yeah, I, I, I don't think I'll ever get rid of that thing to be honest with you. Well, I might be able to change your mind cause I got a buddy. He's like an Arabian prince, dude. This guy's got a lot of money, okay? What he's willing to do is he'll send you like a check for like five grand, dude, okay? Really? All you got to do is if you cash it and you can just send the rest back like in cash, like maybe like a FedEx box, um, really? you know, he's willing to buy it for like a thousand. So, you know, you could just really? you know, keep some of the money, you know? Yeah, sure. Just, you know, and then I'll, I'll also throw in my social security number in there too, my bank yeah. ID and all that. See, yeah, yeah just problem. make, dude, make it easy, man. You know what I mean? Don't yeah, make people sure. have to jump through hoops. Yeah, yeah. yeah no problem. 
see it all ties in. You know, Mike takes the magazines, you send the money, everything's good. You know, yeah, five grand, right? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> man. So, but um. You know, Facebook, there's been a lot of stuff going on out there. Um, I've seen some cool stuff. We'll cover a few more things, um, you know, s- some good things and obviously some challenges out there. One other thing I wanted to mention is I, I really love the uh, the group. I was in a mini truck slash car club in the 80s and 90s. Uh, Chris Sanders, we've had him on before. But in that group, one of the guys shared a video, which believe it or not, Ruben, um, we're going to date ourselves here because I know you were at this event. Spring Splash 94, if you can believe it, they actually had video video recorders, camcorders back then. And this guy took some pretty good video, and he uploaded it to YouTube, and I borrowed some of it, and I kind of remixed it, and that's where I was able to make the Chris Anders, you know, the famous scalloped truck. I was able to make a little video of that, you know, and obviously he did kind of a raw deal where he just uploaded it straight up there, no big deal. But man, I mean, can you believe they had camcorders back then, dude? I did. I was there. Not only was I there, and I think uh, part of that video, I think my Toyota was in that. I think so. And yep. Yeah, I think that was a video. And, um, you know, if my memory serves me correctly, I think that was the uh, run that Courtney took that famous cover shot with all the trucks. Yep. Yep. And, You're right. Um, yeah, we had. And you know what? Yeah, we everyone. I I have a, a, a an eight millimeter cassette that actually Radar's got. It, thanks for uh-huh. reminding me. Yeah, I sent it to Radar when um, right after the DVD came out, and um, he was talking about putting a second DVD together and all that. And anyways, yeah, I remember that run. That was one of the first runs that I had attended out at the River and Parker. And man, like like I said, dude, that those days were epic, you know, people have tried to recreate that man, but, uh, there's no going back. That's like trying to recreate Woodstock. They kind of tried to do it. I think the only thing they got right with Woodstock was they had the mud slide, you know, run in no yeah. showers, you know, I mean, dude, like the mud pit deal. Yeah. I mean, you know, that whole thing back in like 99 <laughs> when, well, <laughs> I don't know if it was Lip Biscuit or who the hell it was when they started the fires and stuff. Yeah. It yeah. was kind of like it, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't. Yeah, it was some yeah. crazy stuff. But you know, you yeah, mentioned radar, times. and and I want to um, throw a plug out there uh, to remind you that you can check out the West Coast Influence. You have to go to minitruckfilm.com. It's a Blu-ray or DVD. And to Ruben's point, uh, Radar had spent some a lot of time, a lot of money to put together this content, and we've had them on in the past. But what I would tell you is, uh, get out there, get the Blu-ray, get the DVD. It's pretty uh, reasonably priced. Add it to your collection. Uh, it's minitruckfilm.com. But, th- yeah, I mean, that's the cool thing, Ruben, that I, I've i been pushing myself to try to learn more things like editing and whatnot, and it's really fun to me. Like, I, I kind of used to get, like, overwhelmed because, like, I mean, if you, if you put together a lot of content, like a Brian Good, right, from Grindr TV, uh, one of my favorite YouTube channels, and you're putting together all that, I mean, that's a lot of stuff. You get back from a show, and you're going, dude, like, I just wanted to film it. Like, I didn't want to edit it. You know, there's so much. But with these older videos, like, you know, I look at it and go, okay, there's like 11, 12 minutes. You know, a lot of the shots, especially because back then we didn't have phones, we just had our camcorder. You got these quick pan shots or you got a little walk around and stuff. So it's kind of cool to be able to take a 30 or 60 second clip and kind of 
encapsulate that into like boom into this little video and then get it out there and then people are like oh crap because you know how the day and age we're living in now everybody wants just like little bits of information you know nobody wants to read the whole book but they want like the bullet points you know what i mean right and you know what uh instagram and tiktok and all that i think it's kind of made it a lot easier but you know just think you know there's not only like like those videos that we're talking about but there's got to be so much more in people's, you know, dresser drawers or closets, you know, just sitting there. You know, like what Maggie brought up in that, in, 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 on that podcast of the uh, film roles that she found. Yes. Yep. You know, there's got to be more gems out there like that. Just, you know, hidden away. I know I got roles of film put away that haven't been developed in 20, 30 years, Dude. you know, that I, I should go get them out of storage and send them and, and, and develop them. Now, who knows what the hell's on there? Well, I mean, remember, I mean, Mike's got a whole story, just stuff, too. And I said, look, man, I said, I'll be honest, Mike, burn the, the tapes that he's talking about. He's got, I said, burn them, dude. Dude, hey, Jay, you know what? We keep bringing this up, dude. This podcast could be like three minutes long. <laughs> yeah, because I've got the, <laughs> I got a little delete button I'm hitting here, and it's all just erasing like a men in black. Yeah, deal, but... <laughs> we, we, yeah. <laughs> Ixnay on the Mikey. <laughs> well, I, I routinely will give you know a lot of credit to Steve Nielsen, alter images back in the day, and it's funny because Steve has said you know some stuff has went full circle. You know me getting in the game back in the day, you know ninety seven, more like ninety eight, giving him a call, ordering some stuff from him, and then he sent me that VHS tape, which about twenty years later I get it converted to digital, and I've been you know ripping it and then editing it and trying to kind of sparse it out a little bit here and there. But what's cool is it has Caltruck Jam on it. And I think I told you one time, I was like, man, I had I had watched it for the first time in a while. And you had your the white Toyota was there. I think it was, there, there's like four or five shows and I got them all labeled now. But I think it was Caltruck Jam that you had it at, I think. Does that ring a bell? That, yeah, I, I remember I had that truck on display at one point, like in the trucking corral. And then another one, I actually did show it like a year later. Or I showed it like at two or three. Uh, that it had it been uh, late '90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. I want to say. Yep. Yeah, I I was actually parked like right by their rig when he had the double trailer. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And what's cool is yeah. um, he kind of had it edited to a point on that bigger VHS tape. Uh, he had it edited down by like the show. And uh, it was kind of easy to figure out because, like, a lot of times, like, I'll be like, eh, was that it? So then I'll go look at old show coverage, and I'm like, yep, MIC Dooley was there. Boom. You know, West Side. And then I'm like, okay. And then I'll look, and I'll be like, okay, Ruben Strzok. So I, I, I don't always just take the audio on the – because they didn't always say what show they were at. But trying to line that stuff up and figure it out isn't always easy, but I love doing that. Right. No, it, it's kind of cool, and – you know, it's kind of cool to kind of dissect it by the vehicles that were there and, you know, kind of give it a timeline. Oh, yeah. And, you know, for anybody that hasn't went back and listened to the Rob Rodell episode, you know, you may look at it and go, you know, you know, Ruben and I talked about this earlier uh, before we started, you know, we all have got different jobs, different careers. And, you know, sometimes we can listen to a whole episode in one setting. There's a few episodes or uh, shows I listen to, like in multiple settings, but you know, the, the dedication that, that we have to, you know, getting Rob on and talking to him and, you know, him kind of sharing, Hey, low Migo was kind of a part of really three covers. If you think about it, one, you know, a spring splash 94, which we're talking about 
of course, you know, he mentioned after Rezo, Courtney shoots it for the cover, July 98, but then you have the uh, January 99 going into that uh, that last year of the decade. Uh, you had Duckman and see Duck, and then you had Ghetto Bob with the uh, S10, but then you see Lomigo, and you have to look close, but, you know, to have a truck that's a part of three separate covers, uh, pretty cool, you know? That's awesome. Yeah, it's good stuff, and we just love this stuff, and that's why it's been it's been great getting to know you over the years and becoming such good friends, Ruben. Because I mean, you go back to you know you predate you predate us by a couple you know maybe three four decades, would you say? You know, as far as shows, uh, I mean, but, you were going to the van shows when they started, right? Oh yeah, I was born at one of those van shows. <laughs> Don't tell anyone though. Wait, born or conceived? <laughs> conceived? <laughs> Probably both. Right. <laughs> Oh man, I saw a van the other day over at Joe's at Custom Rods here in Tampa, and uh, he go. I walked in. I go, holy shit, where's this time capsule from? You know, Josh is always talking about he's got the time capsule with the OBS, dude. Right. This was a dude. This carpet, it was the same carpet, almost the same color my dad had in his late seventies uh, Dodge van, and dude, the guy. I go, bro, like, where did this thing come from? He goes, man, it's been sitting behind a liquor store for twenty years, dude. The guy's wow. getting ready to pull it back out, and I was like, dude. And when I posted it, some of the comments were killing me. They're like, you know, get the Febreze. Imagine all <laughs> the, you know, the the stuff that's in there. And then someone had a funny oh. one. They're like, imagine all the uh, single moms that were in there. I was like, I don't know if I want to imagine that. <laughs> you know, that stuff is hot right now, those, those vans. I yes. mean, they're worth their weight in gold, believe it or not. Yeah, Josh Wheeler, Boogaloo van. On Instagram, dude. I mean, one of the coolest, just coolest cats, man. Uh, Boogaloo Van. Um, you know, he's he's been you know Orlando Vanners and and running hard out there for years. And you know, it, it is. We could almost do a whole episode about how things come full circle. You know, whether it's I don't know bell bottoms ever came full circle, but you know styles do. Uh, you know, TV shows. I, I think there was. I never watched the mate. Is it Made Men? Men, whatever from like it was like of the '60s. My my mother-in-law loved that show. It kind of brought her back uh, to that era. But you know, whether it's TV, movies. I mean, we've seen the stuff with Stranger Things. All of the '80s stuff coming full circle. The bikes. You know, some of this stuff. There's always been collectors of it, but when it comes back full force, you know, it kind of reinforces that. You know, it's it's just to me, it's a cool thing. You know. Right, no doubt. I mean, and, and you know, it, it it it's kind of funny when and how and and who brings it back. Oh yeah, you know. Oh yeah. Well, I think those are the main scene updates I wanted to cover this week. Uh, we want to thank Garage Gear Clothing. Uh, you can visit garagegearclothing.com. And Ruben, you remember how much the shipping is on garagegearclothing.com, right? Uh, you know what, dude? I I failed at math. Shit. You, you okay. got the calculator? Yeah, I got it right here. It's something about zero and then times, what was it? Zero, oh, right? Something. something like that. Yeah, so I think it's like yeah. zero times zero comes out to like zero, right? I mean, I wow. that was the one thing I figured out in uh, good old Land Lakes High School where I went back in the day. But uh, yeah, it's free shipping, and uh, I know it's in the United States. I think it's the continental United States, but uh, they also embrace the ladies Plenty of women's choices, but they also have plenty of kid choices. Uh, if you're looking for holiday gifts and things like that, as we get closer to the end of the year, dare I say, go to garagegearclothing.com. So, Ruben, what we're going to do here for the key show updates is I'm going to roll into some audio now with the homie, the big homie, Down for Dennis, the guy that's behind it, Daryl Poe, as I call him, DP, Down for uh, Daryl. 
And uh, let's go ahead and roll into that and uh, we'll listen to what he's got to share about the show this weekend. Yeah, it's just got a big rooster running around. I like it. <laughs> it's awesome. Yo, yo, yo. So as I mentioned, we're going to transition in here to some audio with the homie DP, Daryl Poe. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing good, brother. How you doing? Good, man. I know you're up there repping extreme lows with the fam, Nikki Poe. You guys holding it down? Yeah, oh yeah. We're just holding it down and trying to get ready for this show this weekend. Yeah, man. Down for Dennis. I think it's been two years we've had you on to kind of talk about the fallen homie and the cause behind this awesome show, Down Number Four Dennis, Down for Dennis on uh, Facebook, Instagram. Talk, talk to us a little bit about the event. It's coming up this weekend, Princeton. The who, what, why, where, uh, just for folks that might uh, want to know a little bit more about it. Yeah, so we're we're actually going back to the dealership this year, and it's Ramey Chevrolet in Princeton, West Virginia. On our Facebook page and on our event page, we'll have the address, but I think it's 136 Fairmont Drive. I'm pretty sure that's it. So um, they we were able to come back. Like I say, to the dealership, we actually have the opposite side of the dealership this year, which is actually really good for us because it's so much more room, I guess, with the inventory and stuff, people not able to stock vehicles right now, brand new vehicles that actually benefited us. So I was actually out at the showgrounds today and it's a lot more room. It's, we, we went, Nikki and I went Sunday and kind of mapped off a few things. So it looks to be a better spot for us so like i say we're coming back to Ramey's. Um, we have uh several vendors uh, a couple food vendors i know jama's street food will be there we, we have the church our local church here uh, voice of praise worship center they'll be on hand cooking for people so and then we have several other vendors uh, driven will be there and stun army will be back doing their thing you know doing all their stunts and everything so we're looking forward to having them back um this year we've got several raffle items we got several auction items you know this i had the some of the show staff here this weekend and we were building tailgate benches and that was a lot of fun having them around and just being able to uh come together and build some stuff to raffle off you know or to auction off and nathan and ashley and rick and Andy and BJ and me and Nikki, we busted our butts on those Saturday. So it was really, it was really cool to do that. So yeah, we're, like I say, we're looking forward to being back at Ramey's. They wanted us back. They are our title sponsor. Um, we've had several people come on board this year with small donations and all that. So yeah, it's, it's been really good. Excellent. Uh, down for Dennis, as you mentioned on Facebook, one of the things I always enjoy is seeing what you're going to do with the artwork. Graphic Disorder, for anybody out there, we talk about them all the time. They do all of our stuff, and we love what they do. Now, you picked the Long Bed S10. I got a chance to see that at Southeast Mini Truck and Nats this year. Always been a fan of the Long Bed uh, Chevy S10. What was the thought process behind picking that killer ride for your show artwork, which is going to include the shirts? Yeah, actually, um, what we try to do each year with the artwork is, you know, Dennis, and I've said this before, of course, you know, Dennis was a mini trucker, and uh, he loved tons of mini trucks, all shapes and sizes of them, you know, all colors, whatever. So we've tried to 
each year we've tried to honor, you know, a, a fellow mini trucker that has been in the scene for a long time or, you know, that's built trucks or, or whatever the case may be, you know. So this year we chose Jason Rice. He is actually an extreme lows petitioner and we, we try to do colors too. So like the first year was like a, with Kenny's truck, it was a different blue. And then, you know, we went with red one year and then green. And this year we decided to go, with, you know, the, the blue that's on his color or the color blue that's on his truck. Sorry. So we, we try to stay with that theme. So next year it'll be a different color. It'll be a different truck, you know, whatever. So we really just, looked at jason's truck jason is a great dude uh super friendly and he's he's just a great person and we just thought this year it would be great to put his stuff on the artwork honor him and just you know we just ran with it and of course like you said you mentioned graphic disorder they absolutely every year they knock the knock the artwork out of the park for us and um so yeah thanks to them they We'll, we'll keep going back as, you know, as long as we get great service, we'll keep going back because they are one of the best, if not the best in the business. And we just absolutely appreciate them. But, uh, but yeah, we just, we picked Jason this year and we, all the artwork, you know, the top thirties will have his truck. This year I decided to do something different with the best of, I actually seen it online. Somebody did a, a, a wrestling belt. I actually think it was Jason with, um, relaxing in the park. And I thought, man, it would be really cool to, you know, because, of course, you and I both and a lot of mini truckers were into wrestling. Wrestling. So I thought, man, it would be cool. (laughs) That's right. So I thought it'd be cool to do the best of all in wrestling belts. Oh, yeah. So we did all of our, yeah, all of our best of. Actually, the best of show is a full-size, you know, Rick Flair, Hulk Hogan championship belt. You know, it's it's a full size belt, and then the others are miniature belts, and that'll be you know like your best mini truck, your best paint, you know, best suspension, things like that. And uh, so we're we're really looking forward to giving these best ofs away. Uh, I think it's pretty pretty awesome. And then of course Welch's Chop Shop has done our top thirty and for this year and some club picks. He's done some of those, so those will be here this weekend. So we're looking forward to, you know, giving all this stuff away. So yeah, so yeah, yeah. And we we often will uh, plug our friend uh, Josh Welch and his pops, great people. Welch's Chop Shop Instagram and Facebook, some of the best in the business. They get out there, they get the awards done, uh, and I've loved uh, seeing what they've done for you guys that artwork goes great on those metal awards and uh this you know it's funny because mike and i used to talk about like a wrestling term wrestling on each episode and maybe i'll throw one out here right here we know that you're not going to oversell the show uh you know overselling of course is the 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 wrestling terms is you know to show too much of a reaction to an opponent's offense you know for example tumbling head over heels all the way (laughs) across the ring but that's the cool thing. You guys don't oversell the event. You know, it is what it is. And you've had this awesome support uh, from the Extreme Lowe's family and many of the other clubs that come out. Now, I did want to also do a public service announcement. Graphic Disorder has posted this as well. Many of us, as you know, DP, is we've we've been kind of not hacked, 
but you have all of these uh, fake accounts that are screenshotting and taking uh, artwork, and then they're presenting it like, hey, I can make a cartoon of your vehicle. Send me 20 bucks, 30 bucks, whatever. Uh, oh, hey, these are the artwork, uh, the shirts that I'm doing. We've seen that. They've, they've taken you guys' artwork as well, but all we can really do is kind of report those accounts, and uh, I'd like to remind everyone, don't send money to anyone, uh, especially if they hit you up through Instagram and say, hey, send us money. Uh, I don't know if you've seen that, but it's just been really annoying. It has been, and actually twice today i've called two people out on it they've added me you know on instagram and i i I look and scroll through and i'm like yep definitely a scammer so i've reported two of them today a third one well the first one was the other day and uh so yeah i got two more of those today and called one of them out and they were like what do you mean i'm like you're scamming you're taking people's artwork you need to quit and then i go back over to the page and the page had been deleted so yeah definitely (laughs) Definitely don't don't be sending people money that you don't know for sure. And but yeah, they are. It, it's apparently it's running wild or whatever. You know, it's like wildfire spreading with these scammers trying to steal people's artwork, and it's you know it's uncalled for. So yeah, yeah. you guys listening to this show, be aware. Do not send money to people if you don't know them. Yeah, and I'll even see some prominent folks out there that have been in the scene a long time. They're like, hey. Is this a legit account? I mean, they're just legitimately asking because, you know, again, you know, some people might casually go on Instagram, you know, a couple hours, you know, a week if that, you know, and they see it, they're like, oh, cool, you know, I'll follow this. But, you know, rest assured, everything I've seen is all graphic disorder and it really reinforces how good their artwork is because people are like, hey, let's pretend and then try to steal. So uh, just a PSA out there, everyone. But the cool thing is about your show um, is down number four, Dennis. That's the hashtag that we always use. Miggity Mike the Mayor is going to be up there this weekend gallivanting around. I know Josh Ellis loves the event. Uh, but that down for Dennis, you can tap on that hashtag, especially on Instagram, and you'll be able to see all the curated kind of posts that come together. I know you guys put in a large effort. Uh, other than Rainy Chevrolet, who you mentioned, were there any other um, shout-outs you wanted to give, homie, uh, related to down for Dennis? Yeah, and I'll kind of add to that, too. I wanted to say that we do have a host hotel. It is Sleep Inn in Princeton, West Virginia. Uh, of course, you can Google search that, or people can message me, and I'll give them the number. They You have to ask for the Downford Dentist rate of $89. So I, I would like to you know give those guys a shout-out for helping us out with that rate. Uh, no, a normal rate, I think, was like 139 or something. So they did come on board and help us out. With that, you know, we've got, of course, a lot of people come on board. Uh, Craig Raleigh with Battle and Bama came on big this year for us. Um, Royal Brass and Hose locally here, they've been a sponsor of ours, you know, ever since Downford Ennis was brought back. Lots of little sp- uh, little sponsors and lots of people donating stuff. You got Jason Bell with Mini Truckers Union. You got John Shank donated this awesome dimple dye panel. Uh, with the actual set of dimple dies that's bolted to it. Like, I, I, it came in the mail today, and <laughs> I'll be truthful with you, I want to bid on it myself. It's so cool. Nice. So we got people like, oh, yeah, dude, it's, it is amazing. And um, so, yeah, we've got uh, – excuse me, sorry. We have – I'm trying to think of everything we do have. Of course, a lot of little packages, you know, with detail stuff. We actually have a pressure washer we'll be – um, we'll be in our auction or not our auction. I'm sorry. In the raffle, 
along with some cleaning supplies. I mean, you name it, we've we pretty much got it this year. So I, I wish I could name them all. We had like six, I think my last count is we had 62 people that are, are businesses or companies that actually came on board and donated this year. Uh, Handmade Howard in um, Indiana, Paul Howard. Uh, God, man, there's so many of them. But oh, yeah. I was trying to I was trying to get a bunch of them in there the best I could, but but yeah, man, it's just it's been great. We had uh, Kent with the, the who does the gathering. He donated banners and things like that. Um, so many people this year, and like I said, I, mean, I know I'm missing a bunch, and but I'd like to thank all of them who helped support this. This really does mean a lot to us, and we just we want to continue to grow it, and with people like these folks um that's that says a lot and that's what helps us and that's what helps a lot of these bigger shows you know is the people behind it we are we may be the staff but and we do work to put this on but without people behind us and donating money or donating their product or donating their time we could not do this i mean there's just no way we could do it and like I said, I'm trying to think of the rest of the rest of some of these other folks, but we will definitely thank them the day of. I have a list, and you know, people came on board. Another local company, um, a guy I graduated with, SwiftNet Integration. They do a lot of like fiber optic, fiber optic cable, and things like that, and the internet installs and all this stuff. And they came on board big for us this year. So. There's so many people behind this show, and it's it's actually, you know, very. I'm I'm looking for a word, but it, it's just amazing, just amazing at the people that's helped us, and especially Rainey's, you know, allowing us to use their lot. They are our major sponsor, and I was there visiting with them today, and they kind of had a little plan for us set in place too. So yeah, man, it's just so many people and i wish i could sit here and name them all but it's just it's just been overwhelming it's been great at the response and and you guys you know helping us put it out there y'all share everything we do on social media you know you have me on to do these podcasts and stuff and we're grateful for that and we appreciate you guys also hey it's no problem i appreciate the good word one thing that we always give you and and you know the mrs nikki uh, credit for is obviously you're doing this, you know, for the greater good of the scene, for the fallen friend. But you also go to a lot of shows. You gallivant all over the country. We love it. I mean, hell, you you guys, we didn't really get a chance. I don't think to talk afterwards in terms of the audio on the podcast. But you guys even went to Vegas this year uh, for our homie uh, mini truck showdown, right? And and that was, a, I'm sure, an epic trip, dude. Just you know, just wanted to throw that out there real quick. Man, it definitely was, and. Uh, you know, maybe we can get together one day and <laughs> go. Oh yeah, I know this is more about the show, but maybe yep. we can get together one day and I'll tell a lot about it. But man, it was just it. I, you know, I I mentioned this that it snowballed and it really did. We had no plans of going, and then I seen it come up, and I told Nikki I was like, you know, we are, I'd love to go to Vegas, and excuse me, she said, so let's go, and I'm like, what? And she yes. goes, let's go. So then the ball got to rolling, man, and uh, called my—I I call him my road dog, which he—he—he he, he falls asleep on me a bunch. My, <laughs> my buddy Ronnie Pelham, you know, called him up. I'm like, bro, you want to go to Vegas? And 
he was like, are you serious? And I go, yeah, man, we're going to roll. We're going to go to this mini truck showdown. And, and so long story short, we got together with them. We roll and we roll with Glenn Brown and Kelly Stacy and we're rolling out. And, you know, and then of course, you know, Dave McCarty, he was emailing me and texting me. He was like, bro, you're going out this far. You need to go to Tombstone. You've got to take your yes. truck to Tombstone. And I'm like, I'm like, man, I just don't know about going seven hours out of the way or whatever it was. And, you know, we ended up making that work. Dave said, if I can email the town, will you go? And I said, you get it approved and, and we'll go. Cause Nikki put her foot down, you know, <laughs> she was like, you know, you remember the time we went to California? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, remember how you didn't want to spend the night? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, we're going to tombstone. I'm putting my foot down. You will regret it if we don't go. <laughs> so I'm, I messaged Dave back. I said, man, everybody in this vehicle says we're going. So Dave emails the town of Tombstone and gets it all approved through the mayor to get the truck on, you know, the main street right there in front of the OK Corral. And mm-hmm. man, it was just like I said, we'll catch up one other yeah. day and oh, yeah. tell a little more about it. But it was it was phenomenal. And then of course we get into Vegas, and I have to give props to those guys that put on that show, Corey and Sean. And man, we absolutely had a blast in Vegas and met a lot of people and. You know, and, and it means more to me, you know, than any trophy could ever mean to me when somebody comes up to you out on the West Coast and they walk straight up to you and they say, man, you know, I don't know that I've ever got to come to the East Coast to see your truck. I greatly appreciate you bringing it out here. And, man, to me, that that says it all right there, you know, and I'm like, God, that is so cool. And you know, so, but yeah, the Vegas trip was just, it was amazing. And I'd love to do it again. I don't think I can do it again next year, but <laughs> maybe in two years or something, I'd love to go back, you know, and support that show again. It was, it was, it was great, man. It's a super cool time and traveling, you know, was, it was hardcore. I'll have to admit, we ended up getting hotel rooms a couple nights, but we, we get there at like midnight to one o'clock and then we're up at like, 5 a.m. to get ready and be back on the road by 6. I mean, it was it was pretty crazy. It, it, it had to be the most, you know, hardcore trip I think I've ever taken. Yeah, yeah. man. It was it was pretty sick. And, you know, I want to give a huge shout-out to our friend Corey and Sean, uh, our family. We're going to be linking up with them soon, talking about Mini Truck Showdown for 2022. Now, it's going to be May 6th through May 8th out there, of course, in Vegas. I believe it's Bally's Hotel and Casino. And uh, you just heard right there from DP, man. He approves uh, the message. But, um, dude, it's it, it's always good to catch up with you. We got a lot of love for extreme lows. Uh, I always remind people, uh, one of the homies in your club, he would always remind me the hashtags XL, and then it's number four, uh, extreme lows for life. I think it's L-Y-F-E. L-Y-F-E. Yeah, yeah I believe you're XL4LYFE. Uh, and you can check that hashtag. You'll see a lot of the Extreme Lows members. I know you're a proud member, and we've used that one many a times. You've been on kind of this war path over the past year or so uh, with the truck. So, again, uh, a tip of the cap to you guys and, and Nikki. I know you're building a truck for her. I would love to come have you and, and maybe even Nikki at the same time uh, come back on. We'll talk a little bit about that. We certainly appreciate when you come down here to Florida, you were in our neck of the woods for Mike's show. We were able to go out and link up and get some a meal together. Greg was with us, our, our, our friend. 
uh, who's no longer with us. And, um, you know, it was just a great night. But, you know, certainly for what you and Nikki and your club does for the scene, I mean, that's most important. Uh, you know, we love seeing that. And, uh, dude, I think that's all I can think of. Was there anything else maybe for down for Dennis this weekend, Princeton, West Virginia, that you wanted to share? Yeah, I, man, I greatly appreciate those those kind words, and I'm, I'm glad I did meet with you guys that night. Well, us, you know, yep. and we met with you guys and had had dinner with Greg and and Sean, and and man, it just that was just uh, you look back and you meet somebody two or three times, you know, and you, and you feel you know comfortable around them, and, and it makes you think, man, you know, if I lived closer, I would definitely hang out with that guy or go to dinner with that guy or whatever, whatever the case may be. And I definitely got that feeling about Greg, you know, and I, I did just want to say that, but you know, it I better not say too much, man. It actually makes me yeah. emotional, but you know, with down for Dennis stuff, I, I, w- I wish, well, let me back up and say this with down for Dennis, you know, you guys traveling in, of course, be careful, you know, especially coming through Virginia, the cops radar like crazy. So yep. if you're listening to this on your way in Friday, Watch your speed in Virginia. We are in West Virginia, and yes, watch your speed there too, but they are nowhere near as bad. So please watch your speed. There is some small construction on a bridge in Withville, Virginia, that may not be too bad. I mean, it's still open two lanes on both sides, so it should be good to go. Nothing, shouldn't be no issues there. But um, So, yeah, everybody coming in, uh, I was asked that uh, about – staging and parking vehicles on Friday night. The dealership does have uh, cameras, but they do not have an on-site security. So if you do want to park your vehicle Friday night, it's basically at your own risk. But, I mean, they have brand-new cars sitting there also. So it's not like, you know, you're not – I don't think there would be any problem with anything. So uh, I, I need to touch on this real quick, though. Uh, registration is $20. You have to pay that before you come into the show gate. Um, we try to keep it at $20 to help people out, you know, and that's the way it's always been for us. So it's $20 at the gate. You come in. We This year we should be able to let trailers pull on in that lot, excuse me, and unload. And then at the back part of that lot will be trailer parking. We will have guys on site you know, show and say, Hey, once you unload, please pull back there. We have plenty enough room to handle all of that. So spectators are free. You can come in and see the stunt show. You can come in, you know, and watch the low rider limbo, um, CL's finest in Charleston, West Virginia. We'll be handling that for us again this year. So yeah, man, just that's pretty much the basics, kind of the high spots. We will, um, we will be there probably around seven to set up. Some folks have already asked if they could come in at around seven thirty, and we said yes, that would be fine. But we really, we would really like to start taking people about eight o'clock. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. And if anybody has any questions or anything they need to ask, they can hit me up on Facebook or on Instagram, and I'll be more than glad to help any way I can. Yeah, and yeah, it's down for Dennis. The hashtag, and of course, as he mentioned, take heed. We all heard the crazy stories about Virginia with, you know, the stuff. I think even radar detectors, which most people don't have those anymore. That's that's an old school term term of the week. Uh, those, I think, <laughs> were illegal. Not legal. They were illegal in a couple of states. I think VA was one of them. 
But of course, my favorite thing is use Waze. Follow the Waze app. Waze is owned by Google. But of course, you've got um, the Wazers, as they're called. You can tap kind of if you see you know something on the road there, and uh, that'll that'll help maybe keep your speed down a little bit if you know what I mean. But uh, down number four, Dennis, uh, Daryl, Nikki Poe, and of course all of the casting characters, Extreme Lows. Many of the members there, you guys all, is a collaborative effort. I know, like I said, Josh Ellis will be up there and Miggity Mike and, and everyone gallivanting around. If you see Mike, make sure everyone that he's posting photos because he's been known to go to these events and basically ghost us, right? So that's going to take some tick marks away, and, and we got we to gotta have him posting the stuff with the hashtag down for tennis. So uh, DP, Daryl, my brother, thanks for everything, man. Yes, sir, brother. I appreciate it, and thank you. And I, I will say one last thing. Abby will be there. We will have her there if anybody wants to come up and talk to her, give her a hug. She loves meeting people, so Abby will be there this year. She she actually broke her foot, but we're going to we're gonna take care of that. We'll have her on a golf cart to ride her around and all that stuff. So uh, Abby is Dennis's mom, for those of you who don't know. So be sure you look her up. She loves to talk to people, loves to give hugs and all that. So, um, yeah, with that being said, man, we're just, we're excited. We appreciate you guys. We appreciate everybody coming up and safe travels to all of you all. And we'll see you there. Yes, sir. Certainly appreciate it. Keep us in the loop. And if you guys are out there, like many of you will be hashtag it down for Dennis in tag down for Dennis on Instagram and our Facebook. Have a good one. My brother, DP, Daryl Poe. Hi brothers. We'll see you later. Back to the show already in progress. Okay, cool. So yeah, thanks Daryl so much. Uh, for taking the time, dude. It was really cool to sync up. Um, Ruben, I'll share, um, you know, we got a few more things we'll share, but I wanted to mention that kind of here's where we're looking for the rest of the year. You basically have, so next weekend is the Spark Show. Of course, that's in Sevierville, Tennessee. We got to link up with Adam again. To talk about the Spark Show, it's going down uh, eight thirteen through eight fifteen. Uh, attitude check, so that's uh, eight twenty five through eight twenty seven. We've talked a lot about that one, and uh, you can go on Facebook now. This one's you want to make sure you spell it right. It's attitude check, and you'll see that that's out on Facebook. We also have that on our calendar. I think it's technically the nineteenth through the twenty second is what I saw on Facebook. But uh, it's Woodford, Virginia. From, from there, you're going to have Small Town Throwdown. That's St. Cloud. That's the big homie, Matt, and all of the vertically challenged kinfolk. They've had pre-sales on shirts. That's going to be September 4th. And then Slam Fest. Can you believe 30 years, Ruben, of Slam Fest? That, that is so awesome. That is so incredible. 30 years for a show, for a club to throw the same show. Dude. I mean, that... Dude, that is just, that's incredible. Yeah, man, I I really think it is. And if you uh, look up Mini Madness on Instagram, you can click the link in their bio or visit um, Mini Madness's website. And uh, the real cool thing about their website is it's real simple. Um, It's minimadness.com. Now, you do have to scroll to the bottom and click here for show info. And then on the top, go to online registration, car and truck show. And uh, you can do the online registration now. They've continued to say that you can save $20, Ruben. And guess what the $20 will then afford you to buy at the show? Uh, a T-shirt? A T-shirt. Alcohol? Yeah. Oh. Boom. A couple beers, <laughs> you know, a couple beers, maybe a shirt. 
And, dude, the shirt is epic. You got uh, Barsha's Dooley, no compromise. You have Roro. Now, how the hell did he get on the shirt, dude? He's freaking in the club, dude. Come on, man. But uh, You know what, though? <laughs> no, hey, I hey. know. It's good. <laughs> it hits. It hits. I, I'm, I'm dancing with you. So you got that. Now, yeah. Scott built the truck back in the day, but Roro has done a great job of keeping it alive. Then you got a car on there. So it's a good mix through you know the different dimensions of this show. Right. So, which I think is good. And um, uh, from there, you're basically going to have laying at the lake. So you're going to have SEMA week, which is like that first week we all know in November, kind of the first through the fourth. I kind of call it the whole week. And then um, a Street Trucks is going to be out there doing live streaming. It looks like I'm hoping I'll make it out. And then you'll have laying at the lake, the 12th, 13th, and 14th. That is, again, on our OLP calendar. That is in Grapeland, Texas. And then Bayou Showdown, the 19th, 20th, 21st. All of these I'm pulling right off for the OLP calendar. You go to ourlifestylepodcast.com on your phone or computer. Left side, click the little menu, and then select where it says the OLP digital show calendar. If you're a show promoter, email us, ourlifestylepodcast at gmail.com, or click email in Instagram. Our profile, we will add your show uh, to the calendar. Uh, I dedicate my time just to do it. Of course, I'll usually make it an annual event or try to re-add it. I know those are kind of the key show updates. Um... I know, Ruben, you know, you, you generally you're going to make SEMA, and I know you've been kind of working on some stuff on the backside, but you think you're going to make it uh, to Vegas this year? Oh, definitely for sure. We'll be there the whole week. Uh, got to helping out with a couple of projects this year, uh, one for sure. Um, really looking forward to catching up with you, man. You know, uh, most definitely I know we'll be there, and, and we'll be there for the Hall of Fame that Monday. So uh, uh, you'll be there, right? It looks like I'm going to be there thanks to the great people at Street Trucks. They said, hey, can you come out and gallivant with us? And I said, only if I can come off the top ropes, you know, on you know, like a ladder match deal. But, you know, like the ladder, off the ladder, to the top ropes, double backflip, right into kind of a finish move. Right on. So you'll be the one with the big bodyguards and security all over where <laughs> you can't get five feet around you. So, you know, well, I'll respect the distance. Well... So. <laughs> No, no, no. Well, here's the funny thing. We're rec- the day that we're recording um, was the infamous day in 95 at the Source Awards when Suge said, quote, any artist out there want to be an artist and want to stay a star and don't worry about the executive producer trying to be all in the videos, all on the records, dancing. Come not to OLP, Ruben. Come to Death Row. Dude, <laughs> when Suge got up there and said that, dude, in New York – I was like, dude, man. And I don't think they aired it live back then. I forget if it was like a a delay a day or two or whatever. But, dude, a lot of people say that was the day that freaking hip-hop changed, man. I remember that. I remember watching it. I don't know if it was live or not, but I remember seeing it. Yep. Yep. Well, that's what, you know, Mike's, you know, all trying to be in the videos and stuff. I was like, dude, you better watch out, man. If Suge gets bail, he's coming for you, Mike. Dude, that boy is on next level now. Talk about going to your head. Yep, yep. Well, a couple more updates, podcast updates. You know, we continue to see uh, some awesome reviews come in. If you're listening on an iPhone, the easiest thing to do is go to the Purple Pre-installed app, uh, select library, click OLP, scroll all the way down, 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 
we're not going down. And then tap the five stars. And then if you want to go above and beyond, you can actually write a review. And when they say writing, Ruben, you know, the new version of writing is tapping, right? Because, I mean, you're not, like, taking a pencil out. So you're actually tapping it in with your thumbs or how I type with one thumb and my index finger. It's kind of weird. No, right. pointer. Let's, no, 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 no. Point, wait, pointer finger and <laughs> thumb. It's kind of weird. Right. Yeah, it's kind of weird. So uh, let's see what we have here. Yeah, so it looks like we haven't gotten any new ones, but we're at 244, so we need to keep the pedal stomp. Let's try to get to... We'll set a reasonable goal, 270 by the end of the year. So that's another 56 or so. Uh, let's get out there. No, not 56. 26. 26. Okay, another 20. We need 26 reviews before the end of the year. Uh, we do have some cool stuff coming this month. It's, of course, um, August. And this is our sixth anniversary, Ruben. Can you believe that? We've been going with six years. Hard in the paint, dog. Dude, that, that's incredible. And you know what? To, to reach 250. Dude, that that's just that's incredible. That is like pedal stomp, you know, balls <laughs> of the wall, like you know, Chris cannonball. Bur- yeah, like Chris Burns peeling out of the shop on a Friday evening, dude. Ready, dude, dude salivating to get a brewski. How, how, <laughs> how do you know about that? I never posted that video, dude. I heard he pulls out of there like James Bond dropping. You know, like when James Bond would pull the deal and like the oil would come out. And like the the guy would be like scooting behind him or whatever. I heard he gets so sideways that like the police are starting to stake out the shop, going, "Dude, Chris Burns, bro, please, you got to calm it down." This is like you know, this is this is a friendly neighborhood here. Dude, I I never I never sent you that video. I never told you that story. I, you did not hear that from me. Now right? I've seen some of these sideshows that he's apparently taken part in, and and I understand like he doesn't want his identity to be you know out there, but. You know, too late. <laughs> you you need to come by the shop one Friday. That's Dude. all. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, we'll crack some brews, man. Hell yeah. Uh, thanks to Joey at Get Decked. You can go to Get Decked, uh, or search Get Decked, rather, on Facebook or Instagram, and you can hit them up. You can put uh, a photo or artwork that you have on a skate deck. So perfect uh, anniversary uh, gift or a holiday uh, Christmas gift. Uh, for your significant other or son. Of course, Diggity Dom, which is DJ May's son, he loves his skate decks. And, um, you know, he's a, he's the type of kid that would love to get something like that. Uh, but it's Get Decked. And, of course, I uh, want to say thanks to DJ Mays on Twitch for all that he does. Uh, great uh, ambassador to the scene. And uh, love to continue to hear those mixes on Twitch. Look up DJ Mays Radio. Uh, Ruben, dude, this one's a little tough, right? Airhead Nation updates, man. You know, many of us know we lost, you know, Courtney 10 years ago. And, you know, we paid homage to him. Of course, before that, we lost Greg. Um, You know, as far as episode-wise, you know, we paid homage to our friend that's gone. But, you know, the tough thing, Ruben, when, um, you know, when we continue to get older every day, every second, every minute, you know, we continue to lose people around us. And it's not easy, but... Um, you know, especially for friends, loved ones, you know, significant others and whatnot. And, um, you know, we've, we've, we've had to cover too many, unfortunately, of these over the past, you know, year, right in, in the past six years, uh, give or take. But um, I, I did see, um, and, and we, you know, I've kind of mentioned, like, we haven't really had a chance to uh, cover a lot of these uh, because we've had, you know, just some couple of episodes planned. But, I did see that our friend Billy uh, Kid, Billy Trucking Kid on Facebook, he had posted 
uh, with heavy hearts, I write this uh, thank you to everyone for the prayers yesterday. Samuel F.O.N. Shaver, which I think is Freaks of Nature, was called home by our father yesterday, leaving behind great memories. I pray for his three children, his girlfriend, Misty uh, McMurray, I believe is her last name. And, um, you know, that's a tough one, dude, because I tell you, man, you know, Freaks, Freak Check, you know, those those are some some hard-running dudes, man, and ladies, and, and they go to shows nationwide. But, you know, to see this photo with him and his three boys, man, it's uh, it's not easy, brother. Yeah, I, I can only imagine, you know, my heart goes out to him. Now, out um, your way, again, not easy to transition, but um, there was a guy that I have this save. Now, um, there's a guy named Kane Morris, and many of you – would probably know his name over the years. Some of you were good friends with Kane. Um, Kane is a guy that I never got to know. I know, uh, you know, his name is synonymous with the scene because of, I believe, Ruben, you may know that he was, I think, the guy behind the Hack Shack. Was it? Does that does that ring right. a bell? Yeah, yeah, you're correct. Yeah. So, you know, for anybody that knew Kane, again, I don't know. I did not know him. I did see um, a post out there. Um, and, uh, you know, I thank someone for, for kind of posting that so that, um, you know, that, you know, we could, we could, you know, uh, po- you know, mention this. So, uh, rest in peace, condolences to his family and, um, you know, sorry to hear of the loss. Now we also unfortunately celebrated, uh, Bruce Rivera just the other day was, um, the anniversary of his passing. I think it was on July 10th and John Turner, one of his best friends had posted, on July or on this 14th anniversary of Bruce's death, we have to lay to rest another great dude that left us way too early, and it was Aaron uh, Gus Ring, I believe is how you say it, but everyone knew him as Sunshine. You know, he was a hardcore RA dude, I believe, right, Ruben? And he's um, he's going to be missed, dude. I, I know those guys ran together real tight. Yeah, uh, yeah, he passed away. I believe it was on the 5th of July. Yeah, so it's. That's a tough one, and I'm telling you, here's the here's the other one that I have saved, man. Rest in peace to our brother Scott Wilson, 714, dude, dragging frame on those heavenly streets of gold. Uh, this was posted up, it looks like, by uh, James Smith. May have reshared it from Brian Batty. And, um, you know, it's, you know, we don't we never really cover the details behind these, but, you know, for anyone that, um, you know, was was aware of what happened with uh, with him, you know, it's just a tragic thing. And I tell people all the time out there, just be safe because uh, there's a lot of lunatics. And uh, Mike Murray, if I remember correctly, Mike had told me that he had spoken to Scott the same day. And Scott was eagerly um, excited to come down to Daytona in January of next year uh, for their show. Him and John are, are throwing this cool show. Many of you guys know about it, but it's... It's just a tough thing, man. It really is. Yeah, and you know, I, I also want to bring up another RA brother of mine from Florida, Bob on the Couch. Yeah, we uh, just celebrated his uh, anniversary of his passing. I, I, you know, what it was maybe about a week ago, week and a half ago, and, and you know what, I'm so sorry. I don't, I don't remember. You know, I think he passed away seven or eight years ago. Yeah, maybe a little I... longer than that. Yeah, and Kevin's always done a good job of kind of keeping that alive. And a lot of the RA guys, I mean, dude, all of them, uh, you know, they posted up. His nickname was Bob on the couch. And they, um, some of you have those famous stickers and whatnot. And, you know, it's a tough thing, man. It really is. And, you know, we're fortunate that we have this platform to be able to, you know, 
pay our respects and, and, you know, send our condolences to the friends and family members and club members and stuff. But, you know, again, uh, we would just encourage everyone to be safe out there. It's, it's a crazy world and, you know, this times we're living in are, are not easy, but, uh, just to kind of finish on a little bit of an uptick, um, Jason Bell, uh, he says on July 26, 18 years ago, I do, I said, I do to my best friend and, uh, that's Sarah Bell, of course, but, you know, Jason Bell with Mini Truck and Nats, a.k.a. Uh, Southeast Mini Truck and Nationals. Uh, just a great dude, uh, good family guy, hardworking blue-collar guy. And uh, we love Mini Nats. It's every April, unless there's a COVID year. It's every April in Maggie Valley. Don't want to jinx that at all. Definitely want to be back in Maggie Valley next April. And Ruben, we might have to get you to Galavan on up to the streets of Maggie Valley uh, and we'll show you how the east side does it, dude. You know, the west the west may be the best, supposedly, but the east is a beast, is what they used to say, man. You know what? That that show is definitely on my bucket list. You know, I've heard all these stories and seen everything, you know, all the coverage and stuff. I definitely do need to get out there. You know, who knows? Who knows what the, free, what the future is going to bring me, you know? But I, oh, I'm yeah. down for it. Oh, yeah. Well, before I ask you if you have any shout-outs or anything else you want to say, we are going to, I'm going to call and I'll bake this audio in, um, after I give this update, I'm going to talk to Matt Weathers, which I mentioned at the beginning. So I'll break some audio in. He was boots on the ground for relaxing in the Northwest, the awakening, but really the miscellaneous update, you know, we covered, we covered a lot of just, you know, stuff that is close to our scene. And, you know, with Mike, Mike's always telling me, man, you got to quit covering so much, you know, but when the Ruben's on, you know, I'm like, I'm back in the catbird seat. Like I can do what I want. Right. So um, but this one was with heavy hearts as well, dude. I know you love some ZZ Top, my brother, right? Oh, man. You know what? Uh, you know, I was in the shop the other day, and uh, we are working, and someone brought it up. And I was like, holy hell. I, that one kind of hit from left field. You know, it was like something you, like, just didn't expect. Yeah, and so I, I Dusty Hill it, passed away, yeah. Yeah. You know, it was like, what? you know, he didn't even expect that it's then it was like from a hip injury or something like that something crazy like that you know yeah and um you know i've read i've read some things and you know obviously you know he had some ailments and uh you know i didn't know him i know uh sketchy had reached out to me because i think that they were maybe going to be doing some work for uh the family with the house and stuff you know before all this transpired but the thing that comes to mind for me and I knew this would be a you know a topic that you and I could bounce off each other, is when you think back to that era, and someone reminded me, I think they said that they were on stage at Woodstock, right? Which I did, off the top of my head, I did not know that. And they formed around that era. So you think about, like, you know, let's say the 60s decades, the 70s, they were awesome. Um, my dad had a couple of the vinyl albums. The 80s could be, you know, their biggest visual, right? Because, I mean, MTV, you know, 40 years ago this month, boom, launches. So that that helped them visually. The 80s, the 90s, they did their thing. They were in Back to the Future 3. The 2000s is another decade. So we're talking five decades here, right? I mean, if you count 69. And then you go the 2010s, that's the sixth decade. And then you go the seventh decade is the 2020s, right? So, again, not the whole 10-year span, but you think about the relevancy in seven separate decades, and uh, you just go, dude, that's some fucking rock and roll, man. 
Right, and they were still performing, and they, they I mean, they were still drawing crowds in. They were. Know, and, wherever they went. And what was your take, like, when you think back to the 80s and the, and the couple of videos that come to mind? I mean, I'm already hearing the guitar riff in my head. When you think of those videos, the popularity of them in the cars and stuff, I mean, was was there anything cooler in that in that day and age? No, no, there wasn't. I mean, it was, I mean, in all honesty, I mean, you know, of course, it was anytime you turned on MTV in the 80s, you know, and you heard, you know, the riff, the guitar riff, and you automatically saw the car, or you, you heard it on the radio, the first thing that popped in your head was that coupe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It just that was like the first thing that that hit you but you know it, it's kind of i don't know man it, it just again to be relevant through that whole career you know of their career you know to be you know to still draw in the crowds and stuff you know it's man yeah, and I use the Google app on the iPhone, so like a lot of the stuff that I search is always curated back up to like you know stories that I might like. And uh, over the past few years, I've kind of really started diving into ZZ Top because you know I found an album my dad had, which was I think their quote first album is the title of it. And then you know I always loved it because of the Back to the Future stuff, and then the '80s, of course. But uh, one of the sites I think it always directs me to there's a couple that pop up in my feed a lot but one of them is ultimateclassicrock.com and um just uh, in the last day dusty hills widow thanks fans for outpouring of love uh charlene mccroy i believe is how he say it's m-c-c-r-o-r-y mccrory the widow of the zz top bassist dusty hill has broken her silence uh in a letter posted on facebook she thanked quote fans colleagues and friends for the over overwhelming outpouring of love. Uh, she says, uh, she went on to describe Hill as, quote, the kindest, most gentle, and caring man a woman could ever hope to find in a lifetime. Many don't believe in fairy tale marriages, but Dusty and I truly lived one, end quote. And I even read a thing. It took me about, I don't know, I read slow, I guess, like 15, 20 minutes, and I read, uh, and it might have been on the site, I can't remember, but it was a count, it was a breakdown of all of their albums. And one of them, I think it might have been one of their first two. It's not even on Spotify. But when you look at the amount of music they had, dude, it was a lot. Yeah, they have a pretty wide catalog. Yeah, and, and think about this. Billy Gibbons, I remember like in the early 2000s, when all these TV shows were taken off. Like you and I even talked about the one that was called, uh, was it called Rides? Back in the day, that was yeah. like one of the first, you know, kind of, really starting to delve into that whole uh, hot rod stuff. But Billy Gibbons, right, he was tied in with, um, not Troy Trapana, but the other guy um, that was at so- so- SoCal Speed Shop for so long, uh, Jimmy Shine. Uh, Jimmy Shine, yeah. Yeah, so he was kind of tied in on that, but then, you know, he had just a love for hot rods, dude. And, of course, Billy Gibbons obviously still going strong, and, and you know, let's hope that he stays around a long time, but – uh, the show must go on, and I think um, uh, with some of the challenges that Dusty had, you know, there was even different quotes by him telling, hey, man, just keep playing, bring in the other guy. But the other day, I think they had their first show, and I saw a photo where, like, they put a hat on top of the microphone. And uh, it's probably there, hard to go on after all those years of being together. There, There's actually a video that I shared where – it's either uh, the bass player that the the replacement bass player or the roadie or someone went and actually put his hat on a mic stand. 
Wow. As, yeah, that's where that picture came from. And, uh, you know, what a what a touching tribute, you know? Yep. Yeah, and it, and it just goes to show you that, I mean, we all know, unfortunately, the one thing we most of us don't like to talk about is we all know that there's a there's a end to this little you know this this short time span in this whole universe that we have here but you know we often talk about and mike and i will reinforce it you know do what you love have fun get out there we've tried to send the message recently hey man bury the beefs you know slap hands with someone maybe that that you didn't get along with or that you had a feud with or whatever just get over it because at the end of the day, like, I mean, these guys played for a long time, right? I mean, 50 years or so. And you just kind of look at it and go, man, now it's over. You know, as far as, you know, the band's going to go on, right? They've got the replacement guy, which I think is like a, he was like a sound engineer or something, you know, that he's been with them I all think, that time. Yeah, I think he's a bass tech or something. Bass tech or something, yeah. and But it just kind of goes to show you, man, that it's like, look, you know, it, life is short. You know, even he lived, well, I think it was 72, but I think about it all the time, man. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be 43 this year, dude. I got less than 30 years and, you know, and I'll be, you know, 72 years old, which is crazy to think, you know, but I do try to think right. about things like that. Cause I mean, I, I'm a timeline kind of guy, but I do try to think about that because I try to realize that, you know what, every single day that passes, it's an opportunity to, to make some magic, to go do what you love to hang out, you know, to, to, to build a relationship. Um, and it's important shit that we do. So I don't know, I guess that's like an ODB live and uncut, but it's my story. You, right there, it. Jay, right there, Jay, you, you hit it right on the money, man. All, all I'm going to add to that is, you know what? Life is too short. You need to be happy. You I, know, I agree. And I thought you were going to say life is too short. You got to get in where you fit in on some too short stuff. Cause I know I heard Chris Burns been texting me going, yo, hit Ruben up. Tell him to quit freestyling over here or drop a new, drop a single Ruben. Oh, dude. <laughs> I heard you write some love songs now. No, you're ghostwriting for Usher. If you're getting text from, from Chris, it's probably some trap, trap music lyrics or something like that. Dude, man. <laughs> Yeah. Well, um, I, I know uh, you probably, I mean, it's been a minute since we've had to, had you on. I always appreciate you coming on. Uh, man, anything else you wanted to share? Yeah, you know what? Today, August 3rd, is Jacob's birthday, my son. Uh, really quick, I just want to wish him a happy birthday. And Jacob, I love you, dude. You know, I, you're, I'm very proud of you. Yeah, um, but that's so and awesome, then, dude. And he's 15 or 16? He is he is 15 years old yep. and taller than me. Right? Good boy. <laughs> He's a good kid. You know, I, I'm very proud of him. And um, I've uh, recently, I've had some challenges in my life and um, I, I want to thank my friends, the people that have been there for me. And first and foremost, you Jay, thank you for your friendship, you know, and you and I have spent many hours talking and then you've, checking up on me and I, I, I value that. I value your friendship. So I appreciate that, buddy. Thanks. And um, Chris Burns, Jen Frey, um, Christy Jones, thank you so much for your friendships. Uh, you guys mean the world to me. And, um, you know, I know I'm probably missing a couple of people there and my family, my sister, um, you know, and, and Jacob, my son, you know, um, my friends and family, you know, you guys mean the world to me. But um, like I said, life is too short. And uh, if you're not happy, then you need to do what makes you happy. 
because uh, you know it it it's crap if you're not happy. But uh, real talk, again, man. Thank thank you for having me on, buddy. You know it's been a blast. We got to do this again pretty soon. Yeah, I agree. And I guess I'll end with you got to be careful when you tell like someone like Mike Murray to like just do what you love because then he'll start wanting to tell you some weird stuff. And I go, Mike, like, dude, I didn't say do what you love and tell me what you love to do. Like, you fucking give that shit to yourself, man. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> well, it it it's the way you mean love. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's many mean. There's many meanings of the word. Love. Yeah, I was like, dude, Mike, so, I, mean, I kind of wish I kind of wouldn't have met you, man. It's some weird shit. Right? You know, so <laughs> there, there you got it. No, but yeah, you know, we like to joke around a lot. So, but but it kind of brings some le- le- levity. I always say that word wrong. Some levity to the situation. Levity. But real talk, man, there there's a go. lot of good people. Now, if we don't get a chance to link up with Pin, some of you guys know Pin Cushion, okay? Um, you know, he's been busy juggling the business and, you know, we weren't able to record last week. If we don't get that audio, then this one's going to run with Daryl, who you heard earlier, uh, Mr. Daryl Poe from Down for Dennis. And then, of course, we'll have Matt Weathers, uh, who was boots on the ground at Relaxing in the Northwest, the Awakening. We want to thank Scraping the Coast, Bayou Showdown, After Hours, and, of course, Orange Beach Invasion. Rest in peace to Greg Miller, um, the godfather of Custom Car Show Productions, and to all of his business partners and his family. Uh, we're going to be riding with you all, and uh, we appreciate uh, everything that you guys do for the scene. But, Ruben, I think I think that's it. So can you give us a we at you, man? Airhead Nation, we at you. My brother, keep it stomped, and let's link up soon. we got to get you back on 250, you know what I mean? Oh, hell yeah, dude. Hey, of course, man, anytime. All right, my brother. We're going to roll in Mr. Matt Weathers, dude, the crazy lunatic from the Pacific Northwest. Be good, Ruben. Take care, bro. Yo, yo. So I mentioned we're going to roll in audio with Matt Weathers, man. We had a great time, but was not able to link up with Penn this week. Obviously, he's had a lot going on. We've been busy over here. They're leaving for Slamboree. So I want to remind everyone that's going to be on the road that's listening to this, be safe going to Slamboree. I do hope to make it to that show sometime, and it might actually be next year. Uh, do us a favor. If you got the homies and you guys are on the road, this is going to obviously batch over and, and post overnight on Friday. If you're on an iPhone, hit that share button. Send it to the homies. If you're in a group text, be like, yo, check out the podcast that supports the scene. We're out there east to west. This is just one that we're not able to make it to. But again, be safe. Now, since we have a jam-packed episode, we said, hey, why not stomp the pedal a little bit more? You know how we do. And what I'm going to basically do is include some audio. I'm going to call Adam Tripp right now. Uh, Several episodes back, you may recall, we heard from Adam because The Spark Show was coming up this weekend in Sevierville, Tennessee, and uh, we had promised to have the big homie back on. We were up there the last two years, and uh, we know uh, we just really love what they're doing. Yo, yo, as I mentioned, we got Mr. Adam Tripp, my friend, my brother. What's going down? What's going on, Jay? Not much. The Spark Show. I know you're super excited about it. You've got a cast of characters that help. I know Dizzy is one of the right-hand guys, our brother. 
he couldn't make it. I mean, we didn't. Let's be honest, we didn't invite him for this one, you know, because he's he's out hobnobbing on all kinds of podcasts and stuff, and you know, his head maybe just gets a little too big. You know, he's been doing the memes and all that. You know, well, he makes it look. He makes all the online stuff look easy, but honestly, he's sitting at home with like seventeen computer screens. <laughs> He's got like all these wild devices he's trying to make these memes with. Oh, I bet he's got. Wild, I bet he's got a bunch of devices he's trying to make memes with. But <laughs> no, it's all good, man. That's our brother. But you know, in all seriousness, the Spark Show. A lot of folks, we get you know a lot of downloads day one into the weekend, and you know we're basically looking at. I mentioned earlier with Ruben, it's going to be this coming weekend, and I want to remind people it's in Sevierville, which. If you can't spell it, it's okay. You go on Google Maps and you just say Sevierville, Tennessee. But it's literally kind of on the backside of Pigeon Forge, which everybody's heard of Pigeon Forge, right? That's it. Right before you get into Pigeon Forge, just off exit 407, you get into Sevier County, and uh, we're right there, right beside that wilderness uh, water park. Hells, yeah. And we're talking with Adam Tripp. And, of course, Adam, you were on um, several episodes ago. It kind of talked about some of the bigger stuff, but as we get closer to the event, you, we start getting down to the nitty gritty. What are some of the kind of things that you would maybe want folks to know, like as far as you know the pre-registration? What if they haven't pre-registered when they get in? Are they expecting long lines? Because you guys pretty seem pretty efficient overall. I appreciate that. We definitely try to be organized, and uh, we get compliments on that, and and that's the whole crew working together to make it flow, but. If you didn't pre-register, which, by the way, we had more than ever this year pre-register, so Great. big uh, shout-out to everybody that did. Um, but you can register day of the show. Friday, we open up 9 a.m., uh, so just regular full show at that time. And you can register at the gate, $40 for the weekend for your vehicle, uh, $10 spectator fee for the weekend um, per per person there, and kids are free. So, um yeah, definitely come on out. You can do that right at the gate, and the ladies will take care of you. And if they you know, pre-registered, obviously simple, but I love the fact you guys don't turn folks away if they're coming you know, with a good old uh, green in hand. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Cash money is uh, accepted. Uh, definitely the easiest way to do it, and we'll have change if you need it. But if you need to run a car, we can do that too. Yeah, you know, Mike's you know, gallivanting around. He, he's got his show uh, coming up next January. Eastbound get down, but he keeps telling me, "Yo, when you talk to um, Adam or Dizzy, you got to tell them like they got to start taking Bitcoin and all kinds of weird cryptocurrency." And I was like, "Look, man, I don't, I don't think they're gonna go that far. I think they they've got to kind of down the way you guys. So if Mike tries to get you guys into cryptocurrency and stuff, watch out because that could be to his benefit somehow. You know what I mean?" Listen, we can't do that eastbound, new age, crypto, Florida stuff, right. man. We're in the hills of Tennessee. We just take that up good old cash, okay? Right. See, that's what I'm saying, dude. When I listen to the LCD podcast guys, man, those guys make me crack up. And, uh, man, that whole region, some good people up there. I don't I don't know. I'm not saying you claim them. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, they're some crazy boys. <laughs> we'll, we'll claim those guys. Those okay. guys are coming out to support us, too. So they're all, they're all good. Yeah, so I tell everyone, check out LCD podcast. Love that show on uh, however you consume podcasts. But little plug out to there to the big homies. But when you think about this event and you know being there the last two years and seeing that you've got this awesome kind of show grounds, right? 
what um what are you most excited about in terms of what's going to come? And you, I'm not going to let you cop out and just say the people, right? Because everyone's like, oh, the people, man, it's cool when they all come. But I know they're you know you're going to get to see some cool stuff. I mean, what is it that you're most excited about other than the people? Because that's always top. Man, the people, absolutely, I agree. You know that it is getting to see everybody at at the place that we present. But just kind of like you and I were talking, the Sevier County Fairgrounds should hold a special place in some of the older mini truckers that we've been around for a long time. So coming out to a showgrounds that's been done before. Um, but man, having all the vendors, we have more vendors than ever this year. So everybody's going to get a little bit of something. Uh, we've got some amazing awards that we do. I know not everybody comes out for the awards, but we put a lot of effort into these and we've got some custom painted awesomeness that uh, you might just see on social media here soon. Um, but we've got, Vendors, everything from a special cigar bar from Navarre, Florida, mm. all the way to Mini Truckers Union, all the way to your boys at OLP slinging that awesome podcast gear. Hells, yeah. I mean, there's always a good mix at the event. Now, let's not forget, do you think there's going to be any tacos or whatever? Because, I mean, I've had some pretty good food at this show. Probably, you know, up there was some of my, my favorite food at a, at a show. Are there going to be tacos? Oh, come on, you my, know, you know, Malloy's tacos has got you my covered. Man, dude, Malloy's tacos are so good. Got the spark plug. He's got his steak tacos, his chicken tacos. He's going to be firing it up. We've got some uh, barbecue with Borgasm as a vendor. <laughs> you guys have seen him at Mini Nats. He does some fire barbecue. Uh, we got peas nuts in the house. We're going to have some sweets for everybody. So you are not going to have to go anywhere for food. We're going to take care of you. Yeah, and the good thing is, another thing I like with the aspect is the anybody that comes in as a spectator, I mean, the parking's so close. You park right there, I think on the outside of the fence, and then you come right through the gate, you get your armband or whatnot, and then you can gallivant around. It's kind of like the circle. But over the past couple of years, I've seen like so many people expand out over um, towards the fence, right? A lot of the no regrets and the aftermath, you know, those, those kinfolk. And, um, I mean, it expands back pretty far what are you thinking in terms of um, Friday night, right? So the festivities, are you guys going to be doing this uh, Rock'em Sock'em corn, cornhole deal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Friday night. So we're going to have the show from 9 to 5 on Friday, and then we're going to slowly transition that into just the pre-party. So we've got DJ Mays spinning uh, the ones and twos. We're going to have Malloy's Tacos. He's going to be feeding everybody. Uh, getting everybody fed for the night that's coming in, you know, late Friday uh, or there for the day. And uh, we're going to have the cornhole tournament that uh, your boy Don Dizzy Davis is going to head up with a custom award from Flop Shots uh, for the winner of the cornhole tournament. Uh, so that will happen Friday night from 6 to 9. And uh, then we'll shut down and do it again tomorrow the next day. Dude, for any of the listeners out there, you know, we talk about a lot of shows, but I'll tell you, they put a lot of effort, as Adam is talking about, into the event. There's a lot going on. It's that family atmosphere. Of course, uh, DJ Mays, our, our big homie, the uh, the radio DJ to the scene. I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but, you know, he's really doing a good job. You know, he's going to play some, you know, some great music. A lot of it is, you know, censored and, and, you know, good for the little kids' ears and all that stuff. You know, now they might be singing some some young MC after the, at the end of the night, but, I mean, hey, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I'm looking forward to that as well. When um, 
when you think of how far you guys have came, right? I'm I'm going off memory. I want to say, is this? Don't hold me to it. Is it the seventh annual or eighth? This is the eighth annual Spark okay. Show. Yes, sir. My my head was on on seven. So okay, the eighth annual. When you think about how how far you've came, obviously you've got your significant others, right? Your wives. Um, and then you've got a lot of cast and, and characters. Um, anyone you want to really kind of thank as far as, you know, really holding it down to get you guys where you're at for this eighth annual event? Man, I do. I appreciate you bringing that up. You know, me and Don, we work hard on this, but we absolutely cannot do this without our friends and family. And like you said, this is a family event. Uh, we want everybody to come out and enjoy it just the same, everything from, you know, small kids to, to you know, grown adults. But, um, you know, I want to give a shout out to to uh, Durkey, Derek Monroe, uh, Tater. Uh, these guys uh, help us huge. Dustin and Michelle Boone. Oh yeah, uh, could not do that without them. Uh, Michelle's got her amazing games. You guys, you don't even know want to know about. If you're on <laughs> Twitch uh, with DJ Mays, and you're going to know a little hint about some of the games coming up. But uh, Michelle's got you covered there. Um, we we've got, of course, you know my even. Mom, my stepdad, my daughter, uh, you know, all of our, our families are involved with this in some form or fashion and making it work and go smoothly for you. So it definitely could not do without them. Dude, I love hearing it. I want to give a huge shout out to uh, Diggity Dom, which is DJ Mays' son. I know he's talking about coming off the top ropes on some guys that said, hey, it is a family event, Dom. You know, kind of got to kind of hold it down. And then maybe when the festivities get going at night, you know, we'll let them do like a, I think Mike Murray always says a, um, a money in the bank type deal, right? The wrestling deal. But yeah. um, dude, you know, we 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 gotta we gotta keep it crazy. Now I know that the the fires with the axes and all that stuff. Some of that had to get. I guess the the, the city found out. They listened to the podcast and they're like, "Hey, you can't do those kind of things." So it's kind of smart that you guys are just going to keep it mostly to something like a corn toss in that deal. You wouldn't believe the political hierarchy that listens to the podcast, man. They're trying to shut you down. It's crazy. Dude, I'm but telling no, you, man. No. I've been getting emails from all over Sevierville, and I was like, hey, guys. Hey, hey, come on. Wipe it down. And it was all dizzy. I mean, that's the guy running the show, right? <laughs> that's it, man. I just put it all on him. It was right. that guy. You go over and find him. Oh, yeah. Now, we can't not talk about someone like Graphic Disorder, right? You guys, I want to say a year ago, you made this transition, and it seems like Listen, dude, I love the artwork, right? I don't have to sell that. You know, you don't have to sell that to me. But the artwork, man, has been incorporated into some awards. Just talk to us a little bit about that awesome artwork and then the mascot, really, which is coming of age. Absolutely. We we kind of uh, focus on our, our bears, you know, for the Smoky Mountains and uh, everything, which is going to be something you'll see in these awards uh, that is used. Uh, we partnered up with Welch's Chop Shop to uh, cut us out some amazing awards and the paint on these things. It's not going to be matched. Y'all are going to want these awards. I know you say you come out just to support us, but you're going to want these awards. And, uh, you know, and that's what it's all about. We want to, we want to give back to those that have put tons of effort into their, their rides, but, uh, the artwork with graphic disorder. Absolutely. We've got, uh, Ashley Wimmer's S 10 on the main show artwork that is just killing it with the, uh, overhand, Toss from the uh, cornhole there with Don's bear up front, and then you got uh, Corey Floyd's beautiful OBS uh, Minty uh, showing off there with the Dustin and Michelle Boone's ride for the kind of that second show. And we're going to have both those show shirts for sale, uh, twenty five bucks a shirt. Uh, we're going to have metal artwork for sale, banners. 
We've got some uh, one-off stickers. We have got you covered on anything you want from that beautiful artwork from Graphic Disorder. I love seeing it, and I tell all the show promoters, listen, man, you get behind a great brand like Graphic Disorder, Eric, all of these different kind of characters that work there, great employees of Brant's and Shelley's, and you you obviously, that's the springboard, right? Then you have all these awesome products, and people love it. I mean, we go to a show like Mini Nats. We go to a show like The Spark Show, and the artwork sells itself. You know, Brant told me that a long time ago. He goes, listen, man, he goes, I know the artwork's not cheap, but you're not going to have any problems selling it. And it's one of those things you invest and then boom, it comes back. Like the old saying, if you build it, they will come uh, from the famous baseball movie. Mike's probably never seen that one though, but uh, no, we, we no, all, Mike's not seen that. Yeah. He doesn't know. I mean, he's still, he's still trying to Google what a cult classic is. I'm like, dude, come on, man. I mean, come on. <laughs> Debbie does Dallas. Wasn't, I think that was, never mind. But, um, in all seriousness, dude, uh, the spark show, of course, Instagram, uh, you and and I know Dizzy helps a lot with some of the social stuffs. Um, we saw uh, street trucks; they gave some love. Uh, you're no stranger to that because of the fact that they they had the show listed on the cover of the magazine, which I thought was good. Uh, Logan Wade, uh, good dude. Of course, Corey Ford would be out there as well. But I know you're excited, dude. And I know we just covered a lot of cool stuff before we roll into Matt Weathers from the Pacific Northwest, man, anything else that maybe we missed or that you wanted to make sure you got in here, uh, Mr. Adam Tripp, man, I appreciate you saying that at least about uh, some of the photographers out there, you know, cannot forget or leave out Logan Wade, uh, pulling in street trucks, uh, Corey Floyd photography, and then partnered up all time low with rich and oh, uh, yeah. Michelle, uh, Damian Davis is going to be on scene. Uh, everybody that you want to take your pictures, my call, you name it, they're going to be at this show. So make sure your rides are clean and you are ready to go. Uh, and if not, we're going to have detailers on site and uh, we'll be able to keep those rides clean all weekend long. Yeah, I appreciate you mentioned Damien because I think we mentioned him earlier. Good dude. Like you said, ATL, man, I I can't plug them enough, man. Please go out, atlmagazine.com, order uh, an issue or subscription if you can. And do you happen to know if they'll be slanging merch and stuff? I know sometimes it depends, right, because they're always busy shooting. You know if they're going to be set up out there? I don't believe All Time Low is set up selling okay. uh, gear on that, but definitely on-site shooting features and show coverage. Yes. Perfect. ATLmagazine.com. Um, and then, of course, in your Instagram bio, The Spark Show, it'll kind of um, uh, it'll bounce over to your website, which is is it thesparkshow.com? dot bigcartel.com is the yep. website but yep. definitely social media for everything uh up until the show you're going to want to stay tuned yeah the spark show dot big cartel as he said dot com you got hotel info contact info that amazing artwork uh mr adam trip dude it's always a pleasure my brother we'll see you soon keep the pedal stomped you and your team salute tip of the cap you name it you guys are keeping the scene alive and i love what you're doing and uh, all i got to say is my name is odb and I approve this message. <laughs> we out you. Yo, yo, as I mentioned, we're going to roll into the audio with Mr. Matt Weathers, and I would remind everyone that this podcast is brought to you by Custom Car Show Productions. Their next event is Bayou Showdown this coming November. It's the weekend before Thanksgiving, Slidell, Louisiana. Look up Bayou Showdown. Amazing awards, amazing vehicles. 
Slidell, Louisiana. But Mr. Matt Weathers, dude, my homie, the Pacific Northwest Connect, you and Craig Braid were holding it down for us. Boots on the ground, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing, man? Dude, everything is good, man. Have you ever figured out how many miles you've went in a year? Because you gallivant more, possibly more than Biggity Mike the Mayor. <laughs> well, uh, when I grenaded the transmission in my uh, in the old spawned out salmon last winter, uh, I didn't think I had that many miles on it until I started looking at different paperwork that I had. And I'd put seventy nine or ninety seven thousand miles on that truck in a year and a half. So crossing the country. Dude. So I guess I had a few miles. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Um, you know, Ron at Hammered Weekend, where he was, you know, he's trying to catch up. You know, he he told me he was going to try to put a hundred k, and I think he I think he was on pace to do it. Of course, uh, Mike or uh, Ruben and I we talked earlier that he did have a couple hiccups along the way, which we obviously didn't want to happen. But um, man, dude, that's a lot of miles in a year. Oh yeah, I'm. Not only did I wear the wearing the truck out, I'm wearing the windshield out in it too. So, <laughs> yeah, you're like the one homie. Uh, was his name Sean? That went to Sean Cooley. I want to say he yeah. went to all of the yeah. Forrest Gump locations in his. I heard though yeah. that you were going to run across the country and try to grow a beard like Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, now, okay. The main reason we got you on here is obviously relaxing in the Northwest, the Awakening. Now we didn't make it up this year. Last year, unfortunately, was canceled. And we know Justin and Ron and all of the team up there at RA, they were kind of running things, but we wanted a different perspective. You know, it's like, hey, Matt, we know you were boots on the ground. How far are you from the show? How long did it take you to get there? Um, it's uh, If traffic's good, which actually traffic wasn't too bad going down, uh, it's eight hours. Yeah, solid eight hours of driving. Yeah, and I wanted people to kind of know that because, you know, you think Pacific Northwest, uh, Washington, Oregon, boom, you're going to be right there in a hop, skip, and a jump. Obviously, kind of a good day's travel for you. When did you get into town, man? Well, I, uh, I got into town Thursday morning. I came in. I actually came down Wednesday. I was about an hour out of uh, Medford there. I had some family stuff to take care of, and I did that and then got up in the morning and came down and had a little bit of stuff to do in medford there to do and then i got over to the showgrounds just a little afternoon and i guess that's when they were opening the gates up was noon on thursday so yeah the intel that i have is when you showed up you showed up like Wee herman at the at the biker bar and you just kicked the gates open you go dude let the games commence dude <laughs> pretty much i was there and i rolled in and i got out and, and uh, all of a sudden uh all the RA guys were coming out to see that I was out there, and they were laughing at me. So, oh yeah, yeah. Fun. I mean, again, I don't know. So, what was the vibe like all year, right, or all all weekend? Because obviously, it was canceled last year. New location. We talked a lot about Medford, as you mentioned. What was that vibe like all weekend? Oh, it was it was good. I mean, everybody everybody was having a good time, and everybody was like really glad to get together and be able to see each other and you know and which was cool uh i mean we you know we had everybody was out cruising well people started cruising thursday night and stuff which i was really surprised of how many people were there thursday and with camp set up and the whole show you know and just everything going on you would you would think it was a i mean it think it was a friday night but god people were coming in late 
Thursday night and stuff. And then Friday morning, there was a lot of people coming in all day Friday. A lot of people showed up too. There was a lot of people camping this year. Yeah, which is good. And kind of Ron had covered how some of that had worked. Now you had sent us a lot of photos and so did, uh, as we, as I mentioned earlier, um, you know, Craig did as well. Uh, Craig Braid, our homie. So, you basically yeah. had Joey. Joey brings the Tacoma in, right? He's got that from Arizona. He we saw him, of course, at Scraping. But also, what was cool is I don't know if you knew Jason Setterberg, but he recently yeah. passed away. Ruben and I talked about him. Yeah. He so his rig was there, and then his homies came out to pay their tributes. Yeah, uh, JD JDT Trucking showed up, brought in all their their rigs and stuff, and. Uh, yeah, they made uh, when they rolled in on uh, I guess it was Friday. They rolled in and and they kind of had to do a loop because of the trucks being so big, and kind of went through all the camps and came around to park them at the what would be the uh, uh, staging lanes for the drag strip. And uh, I I just happened to come in behind them on my bike, and I could see that there was a lot of emotions following them. Yeah, it was, yeah, hundred percent, man. And rest in peace to him. Now, um, I did see that I believe his name is James Peak. Now, Craig does a great job. You know, he knows a lot of these guys as you do, and he had given me a lot of this intel. But Floor Runner is the green forerunner that was there. Uh, Floor Runner, just how it sounds. Um, seeing that, and, and some, I mean, dude, what a bright color green that is. I mean, that had to just st- stick right out at you, man. It's, it's an obnoxious green. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I like it too, man. I mean, that says mini trucker, but here's the crazy thing. There's then then you, you go right next door and there's like a white Mustang, dude. I thought did you think that vanilla ice had like rolled in with the five point oh and the eighty nine staying? I was just like, right on, cool. You know, where'd that come from? But yeah, there was I mean, and there was a a real small club that had uh I can't think not I want to say a samurai, but that's not what they are. The um Toyota version of it, of the Samurai. The sidekick was it? Um, sidekick that was it was down on on Dayton's and stuff. It was cool. They had they had a couple, you know, nice little uh, import lowriders on the on the Dayton's and stuff. Which their stuff was really cool. There was, and I mean, start talking about some of the trucks that showed up. Uh, I think the guy's name's Cliff that yes, brought out Uncle a Cliffy. the yellow extended cab. Uh, Toyota, I guess he's had it for like 20 years and they spent the last month or so getting it ready for the show to bring it out. Nothing was really nice. Yeah, I mean, dialing so, it in. Yeah, finishing up. And then Bob Grant showed up, and I don't know if it's his, but he, a uh, little Toyota with the top, the chop top on it and a tilt bed and stuff. And I kind of think that thing's been around for a while, but I mean, I don't remember. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, and um, I know Ron McInnes. I got a chance to meet him. I, one of the bearded brethren up there. He had the Mazda out there, and I always liked that thing, kind of that black and white look with a real clean wheel on it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That, one's, that was there. He was out doing a lot of cruising with that, him and his wife. Uh, and then um, well, uh, Chris, Billy Bob, had, had the uh, the little D out there cruising it and stuff yeah had, billy bob dude yeah. he's he's gallivanting everywhere oh yeah he uh yeah he had uh kind of doing some shakedown runs with it around the track and stuff or the 
facility and came across a couple of little problems that he's trying to fix. And mm-hmm. so he's going to, he's planning on having it uh, up here by my place. Uh, uh, in not this weekend, next weekend for the cruise to the pine Northwest's version of the cruise to the pines that he wants to do that. And then, uh, Sean, I think was the guy's name. He had the, the chop top, uh, little Datsun pickup called baby Hulk, which is, it's got a lot of of mods to it. And I I mean, I, I, I've looked at it a few times and I really spent some time looking at that thing and there's, God, there's just a lot of, there's a lot of work in that thing. Oh, it, yeah. It's just a cool little truck. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah, I like that. Andrew Freak Check, uh, Freaks of Nature Stretch, he had um, Toy Rover out there. And then there's a yeah. guy, I think he also owns, what Craig was telling me, is he owns that real clean S10 that was blue with kind of the green graphic on it, all painted dash. And I think on the dash it says Dime a Dozen. That's a really badass mini. Yeah, I think, okay, I know which one you're talking about now. I had to think about it for a minute. But yeah, um, there was. I mean, there was a lot of nice trucks that showed up, and I, I, I will give hats off to uh, JD, JDT Trucking. Their trucks for things that something that's got to be ran every day and is worked, or take up some nice equipment, really nice for older trucks. And I was just that's. I, I mean, they they want to picked up a couple of awards, and they deserved everything they got. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I know William Spare was there, which was cool because he's on our River Run shirt. Um, Karen, the blue forerunner, we've tagged the owner there. Um, I mean, 88 yeah. to 98s. I mean, you name it. There was so much. Now, did you – I, I mean, I know it's summer, but was Santa there or no? Um. Yeah, he made an appearance. He, <laughs> he, uh, he was there for the, uh, for the uh, Friday night kickoff party with uh, – um, Jeff from Mini Garage and uh, Chris with uh, Billy Bob's podcast. They they were handing out free pizza to you know Friday night, but boy, that was really a great idea until uh, showed up with the pizza because that's when the rain and the wind showed up, and basically nobody was in the mood for pizza because they were out trying to hold their tents down and keep everything dry. Yeah, because <laughs> we had a storm come in, and uh, yeah, I, I went out and did a ride through. Well, our uh, our DJ was shut down because he was getting wet, so he was over shoving everything up underneath the the stage covering and stuff, trying to dry out, keep his equipment dry and stuff. So he was shut down. So I took up, took off, went for a ride on the bike to tell everybody we had pizza, you know, and and uh, I'm riding through the cramp camps, and everybody's just holding their tents down, trying to keep them from blowing off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard it was it was nuts, like you were saying, and. You know, it's kind of crazy how you go to a different city, different weekend, this and that, and, you know, sometimes you'll have good luck, you'll have bad luck. But the good thing is I think overall, right, it was a success in terms of uh, the weather overall, I think, for the few days was good. And then it was at oh, the yeah. drag strip. So did you feel like it was 200 degrees? <laughs> um, Yeah, it was. it was. I mean, it was, it was pretty much over 100 degrees every day. I mean, I think uh, Saturday was it was like 110 right around in there. Yep, it was it was warm and not much of a breeze either until you know in the early evening the wind would kind of pick up and get a good breeze coming through there. But yeah, it was, but it wasn't too bad. I mean, even though there's no shade to be had, but bring your own. So 
Yeah, and now when I went up there last time, you had a bike or two. Were you gallivanting around on the bikes again? Yeah, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I, uh, I acquired a tricycle here not too long ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, it was kind of a funny deal because I, what I was at Walmart doing something like uh, I think Monday or it might have been Sunday night before the week before the event, and I happened to walk over and I saw a cup holder that bolts to the or mounts to the handlebars, and I was like, oh yeah, I got to have one of those. You know, I got to be able to carry a beverage, and. Uh, <laughs> So oh, I yeah. bought that and got back and I pulled the trike out and decided I'd give it a once over because I really hadn't done anything with it. So, so I brought it home and uh, did that. And I was sitting in the yard and I'm like, this thing needs ape hangers. So <laughs> I, uh, I was off to go find ape hangers. And I actually ended up in another bike shop that is kind of like a uh, bicycle haven up there in Pittsburgh mm-hmm. with a lot lot of lot of old bmx bikes hanging from the ceiling and stuff and just stuff but everything is in boxes in the place and you have to dig through stuff and that was was and actually i talked with uh chris buchanan and matt from sitting pretty about it and they've been in there and we both we were laughing about the the way the place is i mean i had to get to the handlebars, I had to move tires, so I was like <laughs> <laughs> rifling through stuff. You know, it was yeah. And so I found me, I found the tallest set of eight painters like that they had. Took them, had to do that. So yeah, I was cruising around with some nice eight painters. So now that kind of turned into a custom. I got some plans for that thing for <clears throat> to ride around at shows with it and stuff. But I even got my cruiser fixed up for somebody else that was supposedly showing up down there that didn't. So they'd have a <laughs> Yeah, uh, I appreciate you always looking out, though, homie. All, but all, all, all of my Florida buddies uh, bailed on me. I'm not, yeah. I'm not pulling Chuck Dog out only. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I know, I know. Let me, um, let me ask you this: uh, you uh, are possibly, I heard, going to maybe crisscross all the way down the Florida man. Are you speaking of Florida man? Are you going to try to come down here and become a hashtag like Florida Man? You know, because Florida Man is like a crazy, <laughs> almost like a like a Sasquatch type deal, right? Florida Man oh, is I like taking over it, it. Like that hashtag is taking on a, a meaning of its own. <laughs> I know. And it's actually, when I was down there, what, three years ago, the first time I came down for Slamfest and uh, Jamel took me uh, down and he told me, we, we went down actually to the Union Hall. I wanted to go down there and and get some merchandise from him and stuff. And ah, uh, we went down and he was like, we got to get out of here. He goes, every story you hear about Florida, man, this is where it happens right here. And I don't even know what that, uh, what is that Boca Raton or whatever that area is oh, down in there. Yeah, but that's a nicer area. <laughs> There's a lot more kind of white trash deals around, but I mean, that's more of a nicer one. I don't think that it's Boca Raton actually in reality. I don't remember what the name of it is. Now that area is cold. I should look it up, but, uh, yeah, so the Florida man, yeah, that's actually, we have a radio station here that uh, uh, they always have, once a week they do a story on Florida man, and it's oh, the yeah. latest and greatest. Yeah, so. there's a rumor that if you come down here, we're going to have to give you one of the Floridian stickers, I'll get you one, and that you're <laughs> going to maybe have to do something to like 
you know, go viral like the Florida man. Like maybe you'll have to have I don't know, the Santa suit on or do something, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> and if if nobody knows what we're talking about, go on social media like Twitter or Facebook and just type in two words, Florida man. Now there is of course a hashtag. Or or but, you can even just uh, Google your birth date and followed by Florida man and see what kind of a crazy uh, <laughs> news article comes up. You might get two. Right. So <sighs> get this. Th- this is why I bring it up. The other day, can't make this shit up, uh, <laughs> a Jaguar, I guess depending on how, how how much blue blood you got on you, do you say a Jaguar or a Jaguar? Okay. <laughs> now, I'm talking about the animal, okay? Not Mike Murray, but... The Jaguar, Jaguar, whatever, at a Florida zoo injures a man after, you ready for this, Matt? He climbed over a barrier and moved too close to the animal's enclosure, okay? And (laughs) it goes on to say, this is NBC News, I just Googled it, it says a 12-year-old big cat swiped at a man after he taunted the animal and reached his hand through the fence, a Jacksonville Zoo and Gardens official said. I mean, dude. Do you really think people are getting stupider as time goes on? I mean, I, I almost think like Idiocracy, one of my favorite movies, I think it's coming true in front of our eyes. <laughs> it's hard to say. I mean, when I I was down in that part of the country got over 30 years ago. I was working for a company, and I did a lot of traveling. And I was convinced there that the majority of the people in the northern Florida area, that they're, <laughs> they're, their brain has just gotten too much sun, man. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, I mean, were you, maybe is there a rap sheet we don't know about back in the day, like where you were, you could have been the original Florida man. I mean, we don't know. Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> I know it's funny. Uh, though, I get down in that part of the country because I spent so much time there, you know, I meet somebody and they're in their 30s. I ask them if they know their dad. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, all of our family up at Relaxed in the Northwest, The Awakening, they're going to be listening to this going, damn, dude, can't they talk about the show more? I mean, how did Florida Man get involved? I mean, maybe you guys are going to have to start organ, start organ Man up there. You know what I mean? Yeah, there could be them, that guy, too. I don't think, though, he's on the news as much. So. Yeah, because the word that I've heard on the street is that Hank Norris is a descendant of the original Oregon man. Like these guys came in on the Oregon the Oregon Trail. Yeah. I haven't heard the whole story, but I, I from my understanding he's the reason that uh Ron has set uh spent the weekend in Salt Lake was yep. oh well, Hank did something he shouldn't have been doing. Yeah, because aren't there like the people there that have um I usually don't talk about this kind of stuff on the podcast, but they have like multiple wives and stuff. And supposedly yeah. uh, Hank is trying to like basically in, in how do you say it? Like in body or like, he's trying to like get into those circles. Do you know what I mean? He watched that show, yeah. rest in peace, Bill Paxton, uh, big love on HBO. And he thought <laughs> like if he, if he could somehow get in, entangled in one of those uh, deals that his life would just be transformed. And I, I don't know that I, disagree i mean it could just be perfect what uh, what is that polygamy yeah polygamy <laughs> yeah mm. yeah so i mean hank is rewriting the books of like you know of doing shit so we'll have to see man yeah but, I, mean, I think it'd be all great until you had to deal with the bullshit that goes with it so <laughs> <laughs> yeah man most of us can only handle one deal at a time you know what i mean so yeah. it's uh but but hank you know let's be true like ron has told me he's like dude this guy 
he'll float into town and man, he comes in like a stallion dude. Like he, he's willing to, you know, go the extra mile. You know what I mean? So I don't know what that means, but, um, <laughs> we, we might as well talk back about relaxing in the Northwest, the awakening. What was your favorite aspect of the entire weekend? Other than the tents almost blown over. <laughs> well like i said it was hot i mean it, the weather wise it was good i mean other than a little bit of a freak storm we got actually got a little bit of a freak storm thursday night but it wasn't too bad then friday night with the thunder and lightning uh saturday it was hot a lot, lot of a lot of good trucks there and stuff um a lot of good people from you know there we had people out of arizona Cal- southern california uh idaho washington of course and people from all over oregon too so i mean there was a lot of people that did a lot of traveling to get there i mean it's i I, that's one thing that it would here in the northwest uh far as our like the truck club shows and stuff Mm -hmm. it's basically more or less have to travel almost eight hours to get to a show welcome to my world welcome to my world (laughs) we got to go like three and a half four ish to get out of the state now that's where i'm at now mike's got to get on more but yeah and then if we got to go to the panhandle we got to go up and over but that's the tough thing like i think one of the most centrally located places we never really talk about this is almost like the the Tennessee area, maybe some of the Midwest, because like you'll you'll hear a guy like uh, DJ Mays from DJ Mays Radio, he'll say, "Yo, yeah. I'm going to a show," and I'll be like, "Well, how long you drive?" He's like, eh, four hours." I'm like, "Dude, time out. Like, yeah. let's stop talking." Because, but no, seriously, some people live where they can bounce four east, west, north, south, and then boom, they're at a show. Where you guys are at, or where you're at, and where I'm at, it's it's not as easy, you know. No, in end of the world, you know here. <clears throat> You're more or less, I mean, about as far away from me as you possibly can get and say in the continental United States, you know, so I understand where you're out there. Now, the, yeah, one, that's- the one thing I'll warn you is, you know, we're, we're using the hashtag SlamFest30 to represent SlamFest 30th coming this October, October 9th and 10th, right, I believe. Um, it's going to be here in sunny Tampa, Florida. You can go to minimadness.com. You can pre-register, save 20, but... That's the one show I warn people, don't ask me. You know, like when you're on a show and you casually ask, you ask your buddy, man, how you know how long was the drive, right? And they're like, ah, four or five hours, ten hours, whatever. Do not ask me how far the drive is when you're at SlamFest, okay? Because it's going to really <laughs> tick you off. Because it's the closest show to me, you know? So I always feel bad when somebody's like, yo, so how long was the drive for you? I kind of have to throw like a handicap deal in there. And instead of saying 20 minutes, I usually go, ah, like, I don't know, 20 hours, you know, they're like, Oh, you're going to get the long distance. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get that. Um, but, but I just feel bad telling them that it's only 20 minutes from my house. Well, man. Uh, well I'm, I'm just like 42 hours from it. And I'm planning on making that drive down this fall. So dude, I'm, I actually kind of thinking what I'm going to do is, uh, leave like a few days before the weekend prior and go down to uh, Laughlin, Nevada, and do the Forbidden Fantasy Auto Mixer, and then cruise from there over to the show, over to <clears throat> Tampa. So nice. that's what my plan is. See, if I, was you, if I was you, I'd be going to, like, Seattle Airport, okay, and getting on. Have you heard of these things? Like, they have, they have rubber <laughs> wheels, but they somehow, if they go quick enough, they actually, like, elevate. 
and they can actually yeah, like they they they're like a bird. I tried that one time. That um, <laughs> the five hours was pretty boring, so right. I decided to just drive. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, we're talking to Matt Weathers here, and again, we mentioned him earlier. You can uh, type in on Instagram, P-I-G. It's Pig Rig Six Seven. Dude, what's you know? Craig Braid was up there holding it down with his mini. What was your favorite uh, vehicle of that? You know, maybe that stuck out that that's still kind of etching your mind from this year's relaxing in the Northwest, the Awakening. Oh man, I mean, I, I enjoy seeing them all, and I, I, my favorite. Oh man, we won't, we won't hold you to it, man. That puts me on the spot there. I know. I, listen, we all know it's Billy Bob's little D. We know you love looking at that. Well, I don't want to say it that way. I really do like that little truck. I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie that yep. it is uh, over the top nice. I mean, it. I, I don't know if it's just that the look of it has that look of being restored, you know, or what. But it just, yeah, I, I do like that truck, and. <clears throat> It's it's just got a, a lot of class to it. It's ti- it's going to be a timeless truck too. I mean, oh you know? yeah, oh yeah. Um, it's definitely classic. But you know, it's always good sticking up with you, Matt. You know, we we got a lot of good kinfolk up there in that area, and um, I really wish I could have made it this year. Trying to balance everything, but it's great to see that you know there are a family up there. Kept the pedal stomped. Uh, there's a lot of good people from that region and i'm um, just looking forward to getting back to a few more shows maybe this year maybe hitting sema but uh regardless in october we're going to see at slam fest uh, i'd encourage people if you're ever yeah. going to come to florida for a show this is the year i mean slam fest 30 it's only going to happen once you thought 25 was huge i mean 30 i'm, I'm hearing they're going to give away a truck there's a raffle involved there's a lot of stuff but slam fest 30 in my backyard i've been going for 25 years straight doesn't make me feel any younger saying that though either uh, or Matt. This will be my third year, third year down there. Yep. For it, but yeah, they. I mean the the relax show. Uh, they. I got a hats off to the the whole relax gang uh, here in the northwest because you know they were kind of throwing a dodgeball there uh, with having to change venues. You know, kind of about three months, four months before the show. And they came through with finding the getting their hands on the drag strip, which was way cool. Uh, I mean, they would. Uh, it was cool to see uh, uh, Chad Pickering bring his uh, Dodge Diesel out and lay down. I'm thinking he was real close to an eight second pass in that uh, in the quarter mile on there. Which from a four wheel drive, you just that's not something you'd think you'd see. But mm-hmm. you know, they they kind of made changed a little bit with they did the awards saturday night which was nice to let everybody get up early in the morning which those of us that had big plans of doing that didn't you know to beat traffic uh to get out of there but yeah they did the awards saturday night which was nice and they gave out actually a, a couple memorial awards that i hope that they keep doing which was one was uh the jason Soderberg award that was given out by JD JDT trucking. God, I can't even say that. They gave that out, and then uh, then they did uh, a Cherish Rainwater Award, Memorial Award, which was another one that was pretty emotional. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and rest in peace to her. And um, you know, I'm I'm very thankful that you know the stickers that were made, and uh, you know, Karen Moore, she had those at Lone Star Throwdown uh, this year. Yeah. And you yeah, know, her her and I, we kind of pasted them across the country yeah. as we came back with the lost yeah. stuff. And actually, few of them were showing up throughout the uh, the racetrack there too. I saw. So yeah, that's good stuff, man. And it's yeah. you know we. Uh, Ruben and I earlier this episode, like, you know, we covered, we're just, we're losing far too many folks. And, you know, we covered just on this episode, you know, three or four or five people that have passed away in the last, you know, month or so, obviously, um, you know, from, from RA and, and other clubs and, and even some of the anniversaries like Bob on the couch. And, and, uh, you know, I know Jen Lacey just a month ago was the second anniversary of her passing. But, um, it is tough, and I'm just um, thankful, like I talked with Ruben earlier, that we have the platform, you know, even though we kid around and we joke around, um, you know, here and there, you know, in all seriousness, there's a lot of people we lose in the scene, and we want to keep their uh, spirits alive, and, um, you know, that's important for all of us. But, but, Matt, it's always, it's always real, my friend, and um, I guess in closing, I would remind everyone, I didn't get a chance earlier to cover this, but... Uh, Lone Star Throwdown, Mike, he outmemoried me on this one. He says that they always open it six months in advance on or right around 8-1, August 1st. So they did open the pre-registration. You can go to LoneStarThrowdown.com. The thing I would tell you is uh, when I saw Lonnie or Radar post, they had blown through like 700 in the matter of a third of a day. So yeah, I, yeah. I kind of would. I was thinking that, that I I was going to pre-register because I'm hoping that I have my my truck that I've been working on for a little while. My COVID truck, I should say. COVID I started order. working on it. <laughs> yeah. That uh, uh, I was thinking I'd bring it down there, but I haven't had a chance to even work on it since I've been back home from Pittsburgh. But I, what caught me off guard about it was uh, Chris, really Bob there, he posted that uh, his wife wants to debut their Astro band down there. And he said that they registered it. And I was just like, well, that kind of, you know, puts me on the spot. Now I need to hurry up and get going on my truck. <laughs> yeah. They're keeping the pedal stomped and, you know, Lone Star Throwdown.com. Once you go there, um, you've of course got the timer at the point of this recording. We've got 205 days, nine hours, 50 minutes. And, you know, 45 seconds but if you click on register now it's only $60 and you can't go wrong let's say a band is 20 to get in I think it's 20-ish uh, you're, yeah. you're looking at 20 on top of that so you're going to get two bands and then a vehicle in uh, the cool thing is too you do have to agree that there's no transfers after February 1st of 2022 and that's um, midnight on that day but uh, you can yeah. email LST registration at yahoo.com and uh, I'm just looking forward to this one. But uh, Matt, like I said, it's always real, dude. We love, um, we appreciate all the love that we get from the Pacific Northwest, including yourself and all the other good fine folks, uh, the ladies and gentlemen up there. And uh, from Mike and I, Ruben, Josh, everybody that helps with the podcast, DJ Mays, uh, we certainly appreciate um, you taking the time, brother. Not a problem, man. Well, I'm hoping that I get to make it down there for uh, Slam Fitness there at the 1st of October. And I'm, hopefully, I'll be able to see Ruben uh, the weekend prior. 
So absolutely swing through cave Creek there and ruffle his feathers for him. So yeah, brother, <laughs> real deal. Well, thanks again, man, for being boots on the ground. You and Craig braid up there in Pacific Northwest, the awakening and uh, stay safe, Matt. We're, we're going to roll into this weekend and get sideways. Yeah. Planning on it. <laughs> Love it, brother. We'll see you, man. All right. Thank you. We out you.